1: Hey everybody! Welcome to our brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. We got a full house here. We got Tyler Bow is back from from baby duty. Uh, We have CB the Grenade, CB Gold, the guy, the Encyclopedia of MMA, and the mysterious woman John. Okay, Uh, (laughs) friends, the hot Puerto Rican, possibly mixed Cuban, uh, mixed Cuban. Just yes. So we got a great. We got Bubba Jackets coming in. We got Leslie Smith, the girl fighting cyborg, calling in pretty soon, as well as. The girl who might have the best ass in MMA, uh, she's got a pretty good butt. She shows it frequently on Twitter. Uh, she's a cool chick. I like her. Angela she's hot. is going to be on the podcast. People, do you feel like you need to make some changes in your life? Wake up and take back control. Download Decipher Life, available on iTunes, Amazon, or Google Play. It's an audiobook narrated by Decipher's chief executive manager and head sports agent, Daniel Martinez. Expect honesty and some slightly colorful language as he shares his life's obstacles firsthand and uncensored. Hear how a willingness to change and adapt with life can help unlock unique your potential and pave the way for new opportunities. Decipher Life is also formatted to fit any busy schedule. Each chapter is five to 12 minutes in length and individually recorded as a single track. Listen on the way to work or a lunch break or before bed. Each track provides a simple framework surrounded on a particular topic. Highlighting or breaking down a common roadblock to personal success. Need a refresher in the future? Use the topic title to go back and listen to that specific track again. I only endorse products that I know have worked for myself or others. It's a good listening and can help everyone. I'm telling you guys, Bubba Jenkins helped. uh, this, This guy helped out Bubba Jenkins when his last fight. He helps out all kinds of great fighters. This guy is the truth. He is a great guy and I slowly... Uh, endorse this guy. He is the man. So pick it up on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, or directly from their website on decipher.com. That's D-I-Cypher.com. Also tip a fighter. Listen, as we all know, fighters are really underpaid, okay? It's bullshit. I hate it. I hate seeing these people struggle because they're so entertaining. They're so talented. And in my opinion, mixed martial arts is the hardest sport in the world, okay? you. I mean, come on. You have any college Division One wrestlers? How hard is it to be a wrestler? And then you got to add boxing and kickboxing and judo and jujitsu and Muay Thai, all this stuff, okay? It's it's, it's so fucking hard, and it takes so much talent, and these people are not paid enough. Well, we can make a difference at tipofighter.com. 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 Fighters, join up. Get paid extra, okay? Know that your fans want to give you money. No point of you not taking it. Now, what's going on? Uh, life is good. Uh, actually, uh, I, got, I have my pre-op today for my, my leg. Uh, I'm getting that April 20th. And I'm excited. I'm excited to finally get back into the, the on the wrestling mat or jujitsu or boxing. I can't even box. You can't pivot with a torn ACL, and it sucks. I'm just a, a little nervous because you got to take three months of like not running, so uh, I don't want to get fat. Uh, and I feel like I'm so my weight goes up and down. Yeah. Because I'm just I'm 37. And when you're 37, your weight goes up and down. I got to eat healthier. Did they?
2: So how much time do they tell you like how long are you on crutches? How long PT? I'm on crutches like... for
1: like five days. And then personal, tra- I got to go physical therapy for six months. Wow! And then, and then I can get back six months from now. So that's uh, not
3: that bad, though. Physical physical therapy for six months on an ACL is not horrendous. I've heard like twelve to twenty four before, depending on the tear.
1: Yeah, no, it's not. So I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to get back and just actually doing jiu-jitsu again or wrestling. i just excited to actually be a be a. I don't know, I just feel like such a bum. I hate just lifting and running. It's just, ugh.
3: Just tap to an electric chair next time, Yes. Please. Yeah, please. I will.
1: I will, I will, I will. Uh, I had, so my, my show, uh, I've been doing this comedy show every Tuesday night at the Dime Bar in Hollywood on Fairfax. It's going really well. Uh, last week, we actually, Hanato came. It was great seeing Hanato. And uh, there were these porn stars there. Uh, Jessica James and Brianna Banks, who I didn't even know who Brianna Banks was. I swear to God, before I, before I met her, I'm, I'm not that big of a porn fan. Uh, but she's been around like I've heard her name Jenna before. Status. But I didn't. I didn't. She told me that she was on the second biggest porn of all time, uh, Jenna versus Brianna. Uh, I was like, her, She's German. I didn't realize she was German. Oh, uh, wow super cool but it's funny because this whole this place holds like 25 people it's a i I didn't want to have to promote it it's a real small venue so the first row is like these three gay dudes that i know that are super supportive that come to my shows second row these two porn stars and this other girl and i'm like who's this hot brunette so i'm like oh what do you do she's like oh I'm i'm a porn star too I'm like, do you guys know each other? Like, no. It's just only in LA will like three out of the six people in the front row be (laughs) porn stars who didn't know each other. Uh, So it was funny because I was asking the gay dudes if they had who was better at blowing people versus the porn stars, and everyone was laughing. it's it's that was fun. And, then, and I said Hanato next to the porn stars. He was like, he of you did, he, of he, he, loved it. That was, yeah. that was pretty cool. Uh, and then um, the you're, show's going good because it's actually, you know, a lot of the same people come back every week. It's forcing me to write. Like, I'm actually falling in love with writing again. I've been writing a whole bunch of new stuff. Some have been working. Some haven't. Uh, but, you know, that's the thing. Right? For Every 10 jokes you write, three work, and which means seven times you're up there eating a dick on stage but it's what you got to
2: do it's better than eating a dick on camera
1: yeah yes exactly <laughs> uh Unless
3: but it's for five million dollars by the way
1: that one of the uh, porn stars w- wants to do comedy i've met like three porn stars in the past two weeks that want to do comedy now uh and i will book them um <laughs> but uh so so so, so that, that was cool um then i had a show last night and uh it was funny because like I was on it was at the Ha Ha and they asked me to host last minute. I was like, sure. And Guy Tory's on, who nice. Guy Tory was in one of my favorite movies ever, American History X. He was like he was the man of that, that movie. Which one was he? He was the black guy in jail that was friends with Ed Norton. He oh, was like wow. and, Yeah. And then
2: nice. Hey man,
3: take it easy on the brothers.
2: Yeah,
1: that wow. guy. guy. And
3: Even as a Jew, I love that movie.
1: Love that movie. And his brother, Joe Torrey, I remember when I used to watch Def Comedy Jam as a kid, and Joe Torrey filled in for Martin Lawrence, which was an impossible task, because Martin Lawrence, was at that time, him. people don't realize now, these kids, they don't know how big Martin Lawrence was. I mean, Martin Lawrence, at one point, had like his movies were huge he had Martin and then he had, was hosting Def Comedy Jam it was like triple duty yeah. and, uh, and he was awesome at Def Comedy Jam and Joe Torre had to replace him and Joey wasn't bad actually he said this thing where like this next comic blah 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 and then the crowd would go damn is he funny and they'd all like like move their head that was like their thing uh, which didn't really catch on as well but um so, so but Joe was there but it's funny though cause like there was this girl there I'm not gonna name her name she's like a newer comic and it was one of those things where like, they asked me to host, I, so I run down there, and there's a list of comics ready to go on, and the guy who booked it is not there, and all the comics are like, what am I up, what am I, and I'm like, oh, look, I, I'm, and then one guy's not on the list, and he's yelling at me, and I'm like, uh, and he's not yelling at me, but he's like, how come I, am like, bro, I, I didn't make the list, as long as the, they tell me you're on, you're on, okay, and then, and then of course, like, Joe Torre and Guy were shooting a documentary, and so they want to go on early, which yeah. so means everyone gets bumped. And now the people who are bumped or mad at me. Like I bumped them. Like I it, it, it had nothing to do with it. So this girl's like, "Am I on last?" And I'm like, "I'm like, yeah." She's like, "Oh, I, I have another spot at the somewhere." And I'm like, "Dude, are you fucking kidding me?" Like, like I'm like, y- you realize this guy was an American History X, right? That was like, she's like, "What's that?" I go, "It was an amazing movie." She goes, "Oh my wa- god, that's like one of
2: my favorite movies ever." She goes, "I
1: don't watch movies; they're too long." Uh, yeah. Is
2: it?
1: Can they put it in a vine? <laughs> so I was like, movies are too long. I go, it was, it was about this guy who was, who who was, who was, a, who was a, basically a Nazi, a, a, a neo-Nazi, and then he became. She's like, oh, it sounds too deep, and I was. Just, like oh. the fuck
3: do you want to watch Zootopia?
1: That's what this. I don't know. It's this millennial thing. Because I, th- I was telling, I was telling my the girl I'm dating Bree about it, and she's like, that describes every millennial I know, where they just don't care, they don't respect, they don't have like. Look, I mean, she's this girl been doing comedy four years, and when I, I when my fourth year in comedy, I'm in my seventeenth year. My fourth year doing comedy, I was outside in the freezing fucking cold in Times Square getting spit on by people begging them to come into Glad Hamburger Harry's yeah. and I was watching and I was competing with the nation with the the black Israelites yelling at me and I was competing with people telling me to get a job and I was seeing girls I went to college with going to Broadway shows and I was had a f- stack of flyers I would have fucking given my left nut to be on a show with Guy Tory and Joe Tory at the Haha ha. yeah. I don't and, and I mean they just don't fucking realize how how easy they have it
3: you're fired lady
1: uh whatever it's it, nothing to do with her it just it was like it was just describes a whole fucking generation of kids and people that just don't i don't know maybe you know what but the girl that i was talking to she's like you know what that makes you look that much better because you are you're actually working the craft and
2: and you're actually you know
1: so anyway so that was that was that uh anyway how are you doing tyler
2: I'm good, man. It's been, it's been a good week. I was just saying, uh, I just booked a commercial. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. It's like, man, you go out and audition and audition and audition and sometimes you feel like you're just spinning your wheels and then you get something and it's cool. And I just had an audition for a TV show uh, that nice. I just came straight from, so it feels like a great day and uh, I got some cool stuff going on uh, next week. And- you
1: know what, man? You're a really good guy. You're a hard worker and, and you're, you're, you're a genuine soul, which is hard to find in this town. So, uh,
3: I really do hope you make it. Thanks. And you, CB,
1: what's going on with you?
3: Not a whole lot, man. The girl left for a couple days, but um, she got a job here. Nice. So, that was awesome. Uh, Right now, she might be working the deli counter at Ralph's, so I'm going in for free sandwiches every day. There you go. Um, And, um, now just on Saturday till for 10 days, watching the pups at my mom's house, which is... A go. nice change from a 700-square-foot apartment to a 4,000-square-foot house. Your parents are rich, what are you saying? I, I, I don't know about that, but okay, 4,000-square <laughs> um, house in, in the hills? They bought it in fucking 1986. Oh, wow. Anyways, and to uh, appeal to our listeners, if anybody is going to the Tomas Almeida-Cody Garbrandt fight, I just bought floor seats yesterday through UFC Fight Club. You need to get on this card. The most expensive ticket for a floor seat regular is $175. It is very, very doable. And this card is amazing. And you will notice that Jessica, I, and Sarah McMahon are on that card. We had the press conference. So it's an MMA roasted necessity that you be there. All right. They should pay you for that. And John, what's going on
1: with you?
0: Uh, nothing, just, uh, working on the writing,
1: uh, auditioning, had a, uh, two good meetings this week, so hopefully we'll have things to come. Good, 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 all right, so we're all boring. Listen, um, I was actually, uh, (laughs) Bubba Jenkins just showed up, uh, the mean face. How are you, man? I'm good, man, good.
4: Everything is wonderful except for that LA traffic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Worst shit in the world.
1: Any, uh, any, uh, news for us?
4: I wish. Bellator's bullshitting.
1: Really? I ain't got no fight, I ain't got no opponent.
4: I actually just, got a quick question. I'm brother. waiting
3: for you, waiting for them. What's up? Emmanuel Sanchez did an interview about something. He signed a new contract, and it wasn't for the money. It wasn't for the fame. It was because he didn't have to fight you. Is that true? I don't, I don't know. I don't Come know. on I, I don't
1: swear know. In his contract I, saw... I won't fight Bubba Jenkins No no no, no.
3: He's, I guess he said in the interview He signed a multi-fight contract Which is true But he said I didn't do it for the money I didn't do it for the fame I did it because I don't have to fight Bubba Jenkins Come on I sw- I will try and pull it up Right really? now I swear I That's, would not make this there's up There's no way Really <laughs> It was hilarious
4: <laughs> I don't know man I'm you know I'm I'm interested in Bubba J camp I don't All know right. what, I don't know what's going on Over there with the Chan Chaz Cap But So I uh, mean, For him to have f- Signed a, a Multi fight deal, you know, or multi multi year deal. That means eventually, I mean, me being in the same weight, yeah, we, we we'll eventually see each other. I
1: want you to champ. You'll fight everyone. Yeah. Now yeah. Uh, or whoever's number all. one at that point. I, even though I'm not the champ, I'll fight all of them. Yes. <laughs> now, uh, now John Jones. We got to talk about John Jones. So the last, so uh, the last podcast, as we were here, John Jones was getting in trouble uh, once again. I, I watched the tape. I watched the thing and. You know, I'm a little bit conflicted on this. On one hand, I th- did you watch it? No, I, did.
5: I haven't on seen it On one either. hand,
1: I think the cop was being kind of a dick. Uh, kind of? I've, I've had experience with cops where, you know, they give you attitude. I've I've also had a lot of experience with cops where they have super nice to me. Um, but this cop looked like he was... John Jones did, did not look like he was the most sober, but at the same time, you can't judge. He, wasn't, he didn't fail anything. The eye test doesn't necessarily work all the time, and I'm guaranteed if you pulled me over at time, people would be like, that dude's fucked up, even though I, I don't really drink, or, you know, or I wasn't fucked up. However, uh, I, I wish they would have had the dashboard cam on it, because I would like to actually have seen if John Jones was actually drag racing. Because according to the cop, he was drag racing. According to John's, he was just revving his engine. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't speeding in and out. Uh, John definitely got frustrated with the cop. He definitely may have been louder than he should have been. The cop was being a, kind of a wise guy to him, but he's still a cop. Uh, he, I'm, I'm on the fence with it. Uh, at the same time, you got to look at what John Jones – look, you're on probation. You had just hit a pregnant woman uh, and fled the scene of an accident. You also got a DUI. You also got busted with cocaine. At this point, what? yes, yes, officer, yes, sorry, on your way. I mean, why even try to...
2: Yeah, I'm not on the fence at all. Really, I, I can't stand John Jones. I just think, I feel like people keep making excuses when he first crashed to Bentley and stuff. They go, "Oh, he's young. He just came into money. He's this young champ. He's not a kid anymore. He isn't. He's a grown man. He's got a wife and kids. He's he's and people talk about you know, oh, you know, you got to give people second chances. I've said this before. I, we're not talking second chances. Yeah. We're talking third, fourth, fifth, and like. Uh, uh, CB or someone had mentioned, you know, uh, racial profiling and stuff like that. I guarantee Arizona is probably one of the worst uh, states to be in for that. But uh, I don't. That, that cop probably knew. You think he knew it was John Jones? I don't know if he knew it was John Jones. He,
1: he didn't mention the UFC or anything. I, I don't know. I know that like people have told me. This is all hearsay. Allegedly, that John Jones had been getting into a lot of trouble over the years, and the cops were always letting him go, letting him go, letting him go, giving him a pass because he's John Jones. And eventually, you, you 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 end up playing that card. You're not. It's like that chick that always gets out of DUIs by showing her tits. Eventually, you're going to find that cop who just doesn't care about your tits. Um, and that's basically what had happened. If I were John Jones, like, why even have a car? You're not good at driving. You just take an Uber. It just seems like this guy's making his life so much more difficult. I look at the scene, I see him in that that orange jumpsuit, and you're like, "This is the fucking champ of the world." Yeah. This is the best fighter in the world, and he's in a fucking jumpsuit like a criminal. Come on. And it also, I guarantee, John Jones is gonna look back in 30 years from now and be like, "Fuck, why was I such an idiot? I had all the talent in the world. I had all the money in the world. I had a family. I had people that loved me. I had great coaches." Why did I do that? Because you look at these guys like Daryl Strawberry, you look at Dwight Gooden, you look at uh, Lawrence Taylor, you look at Mike Tyson, and and they wish they could go back and be like, man, I, I hey, you know, I wish I just would have taken everything more seriously. Bubba, your thoughts? Man,
4: I'm I'm saddened by it because you know all those names you named are you know darker pigment brothers. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and you could continue with that list of many more people um so it's it saddens me as a as a young black guy you know in the same sport trying to do the same things and and wishing i had the opportunities and the you know the the attributes that john jones has but on another thing you know so many eyes are on john and it's not about the second chances or you know things like that it's just so many eyes are on john that no matter what he does it's gonna be highlighted and then blown up. Had I done the same thing with the five citations, it would not be national news. Um, so it it, it puts him in a harder spot just to even be John Jones. Even if it was though, if
1: it was a DUI, I would say yes or this. But when you hit a pregnant chick yeah. and flee the scene of an accident, yeah, well, it, all bets it, are off.
4: It's heightened because it's an, another time of him behind the wheel. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not different you know things he's getting in trouble for it's around the same thing you know driving yeah. and being non-sober and you know those those all tie into to the same thing the cop was as i i've heard so many people talk about I have not seen the film but you know the cop was like why is your car so loud you know it's like <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> at some point i'm gonna get annoyed you
1: know as well but the cop, the cop definitely was seen like he was Uh, Maybe baiting them a little bit. Uh, Like Tyler
4: was saying, you know, yes sir, no sir, give me the tickets and let me get out of here so I can, you know, I can try to sweep this under the rug as best as possible.
2: Well, at the start, yeah. it, uh, so Bubba hasn't seen the the whole video. But at the, at one point, I felt like it's the cop. Even if he was coming down a little hard on him to start, he wasn't. Um, the cop wasn't necessarily being aggressive. John pretty immediately was annoyed, and he swore a few times in the at, at the police officer. Uh, but also, he started talking, uh, basically pleading his case. And the, and the police officer said, "You know, you don't have to." you don't have to argue your case to me because you can tell it to the judge so he basically told him like not that you have the right to remain silent but hey you know you don't have to say anything right the
1: now the cop was kind of funny though he goes how do you sleep at night he goes on my left yeah, on <laughs> my back I mean the cop did have jokes yeah. uh, at, at the same time it's like was, that, was all this worth it was all this worth it? I mean, although... Um,
4: Absolutely not. You know that.
1: As far as, fi- as far as fighters commenting, right? So Ally Kinta writes, John Jones, drag racing, 35 miles per hour. Yeehaw! That was, that was his tweet. Um, Johnny Hollywood, uh, Johnny Case wrote, I don't get what John Jones was arrested for, freedom of speech. Can't have tickets on probation. I support police, but that cop was a punk. So that was, that's Johnny Case's uh, thing. Uh, Will Brooks says uh man it hurts to see another African American take L's like this.
4: See when it's when it's a black guy like it hurts us because that I mean it just puts another mark in that column for us. Not to be like oh let me play the card the black card or, but as young black athletes like Will Brooks or or um what's to do with the beard um Tyron Woodley yeah. uh people like me I mean it, you just start to look at how many times we continue to be in the news and it starts to become disheartening for us. Well, it's then, not yeah, but, like...
1: White people have Johnny Football. We have... Uh, come on. Come,
4: we come have, on what's no, his stop. name? We got Mayhem Miller. We have Mayhem listen, Miller. Let's not do the list. We got War Machine. Let's Let's not do the list. All well, right? O.J. Simpson's doing time for stealing his own shit, all right?
1: Oh, he should be doing time for double murder.
4: You're damn right he should be doing time. But that's not what we're talking about if they're right or wrong. We're talking about the landslide that is on... and And I'm not going political like oh you know there's so many blacks
1: that are big I'm not saying that Yeah,
4: all these all these motherfuckers is doing the wrong shit. <laughs> you
1: know well Tyron I mean? Woodley wrote the police officer that pulled Johnny Jones over is a stereotyping, targeting, profiling harassing type that give good officers a bad rap. I don't know if See, I, I agree. See here's the thing
2: I think once you've got a rap sheet and a record that the, I mean you could say you could say maybe he profiled him if he didn't know it was John Jones And but once he gets there and he starts talking like do, maybe he targeted him because he already knows John Jones is bad behind the wheel, and he's got a record. I feel like once you have a record, and 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 like a, you've set a precedent of behavior, then it's not like it's like okay, is this is you know is the judge coming down on him because he's black, or is the judge coming down on him because this is the fourth or fifth offense? Um, and 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 to to be fair, none of these violations, the tickets, none of those are criminal offenses. Yeah, none, nothing he got ticketed for was a criminal offense, but it. it, it it it's worse because he's on probation. So they are probational violation. It, it's it just sucks
1: because the guy was blessed with so much talent and, and I'm not just saying it's not just talent, it's heart, it's dedication, it's all the work he's done. And it's like it, also people that bought tickets for the fucking fight. Oh, is it off now? No, it's still on. No, but it's we think it's not happening?
3: No, it is happening. It is happening. They we, said it's it's gonna happen. We
1: think it's happening, but it's like what are you doing? I mean,
3: He's driving. What do you, I, I mean,
1: so, I mean, but he's
3: not allowed to drive anymore without permission from his uh, probation yeah, officer. Yeah, so
1: uh, Steve Carl wrote, Damn, John Jones looked pretty fucked up in his recent run in with the law. Also, pretty reckless, cursing the officer out, champ to chump. I mean, there's definitely people taking both sides. Uh, yeah, I don't know. is
3: having a field day.
1: I met John Jones years ago, when I, uh, back years ago at the award show, and it was right after he beat Stephen Bonner, and people didn't know who he was. Like, people did not know who he was. I knew who he was, but he wasn't this big thing. And I told my dad about him, and he was this, like, nice, humble, like, just, just a good dude. Like, a guy that you're like, man, I hope this guy becomes champ one day. And I, I don't know if money changed him or fame changed him, or maybe he's the same guy, and it's just it's all the media. But it's like, dude, I know Bubba. Wasn't he a kind of a mentor
4: to you at one point? Yeah, no, I did the Ultimate Fighter show with him. Spent seven weeks, and I knew him a little bit before then. What was he like? John was awesome. John, I mean, I I can't say that he's not the same guy because, I mean, even then he was still, you know, a little bit reckless i wouldn't say so so i mean he just he's just john i mean i don't i don't know how to, to explain it other than the fact that now the fact that he's actually getting you know his picture taken for it um you know he's he's now starting to create a rap sheet he's now starting to get that notoriety for being notorious in a sense but in the beginning he was clean cut and it could i don't think it was the money cuz he had money a long time ago you know what i mean he now, had money when he was you used to drive him to practice trouble. right yeah
1: now, did yeah. he ever like, try to drive And you're like No way Have you not get behind the wheel or not, he, wasn't,
4: he wasn't one of those Let me drive kind Okay, of okay. Like, thank he, God he, So he like, you
1: knew back then This guy's not a good driver
4: No I didn't <laughs> know That he wasn't a good driver But this is
3: after the And biz.
1: who the fuck Is drag racing with him What kind of friend I, I mean do you think He was drag racing I
3: don't think It was his friend you think he just pulled up next to somebody and I think was like it was somebody else because he said in the video, you didn't pull over the other guy, and he goes, Well, he didn't he, I think he said something like he didn't go as fast as you or something, or he slowed down when he saw me.
1: So okay, let me let me let me think of John's train of thought. John pulls up at a light in his uh, what kind of was it a Porsche Corvette. It was a, Corvette. It was a Corvette. A white Corvette, white Corvette right? Corvette. Which I thought it was a black, right? So somebody pulls up next to him, says, You want to race, and John looks at him like that's probably not how it goes. Let's fucking do this, right? That's, that's
4: probably not how it goes. <laughs> it probably is. he's at the light. Someone, someone else, you know, and I guess it was a Cadillac, pulls up next to him. He sees the Corvette. You know, he revs the engine just a little bit like, mm, like you know, who do you think can get this? You know what I mean? And, and John, being as as nice as John is, maybe the he knows that that's John, maybe he doesn't. But John's going to interact with him regardless. So the guy revs his engine. John knows he's got, you know, a beast-ass car. And as the officer said, it's kind of loud. So he revs his engine back. Meanwhile, cops over here on the left looking at this whole situation. I don't know if it's at the light. I don't know if they're, you know, but I, this is what I'm just guessing. This is how I've seen it go down in the streets. Right. You know what I mean? Guy tell us, revs tell his, about the streets. Guy revs his engine. The other yeah. guy revs back. They see the light. They, they're they they're anticipating the light. They're anticipating this fun little, okay, 50 yards, let's see what's up kind of thing. Maybe yeah. it's maybe it's half a mile, however it goes. The light goes. His car's better because he put more into it, and he fucking burns him. The cop doesn't pull that guy over. The you don't pull the loser over. So John was the loser. No, John was the winner. Was he, was he, was he the, the winner? Don't, you
1: don't pull the loser over. So, and his Corvette. Who do you think is going either. faster, the winner or the loser? But, but wouldn't he, wouldn't he be able to catch the loser, the cop? Uh, it seemed like the, the loser is the first one to catch. No, he
3: no. said the loser slowed down. He said he pulled up. Oh, yeah, yeah
2: and, I I, uh, I got I drag raced like one time, but it was right. it was a really good situation. There was this is in Portland, Oregon. Uh, there there was like an on ramp, like a freeway on ramp. So there's a light and there's a two lane and then it merges to one lane on this on ramp. So I mean you can take off and yeah. haul ass because you're going getting it's on. Me,
5: you bitch Yeah, so
2: <laughs> I'm getting off work, I uh and I, I had uh this T bird, like a six speed T bird stick, yeah. and I'm like, and I thought I had some guts, I had a supercharge, and I'm like, all right, I pull up to this light and this dude in a jaguar pulls up next to me, and I you know, like we look at each other, and I just you know, you don't you don't pull down the window and go, yeah. Hey, do you wanna race? And he just rev and he's like vroom, vroom, and look over and I'm watching the light, he's watching the light, all of a sudden, and it's, it's I mean, on. I mean, it's a
4: it's an agreement that you don't have to sign. It's it, on. So right.
2: I <laughs> punch it, I start going, I'm in the second gear, I'm hauling ass. I Look back right over my shoulder to see how ba- how bad I'm fucking just beasting this dude. I look back, he's gone, and I turn around and he's like two car lengths ahead of me. Really? Oh, he fucked oh, you he, up. he just took off, dude. I, I used to have a moped, and uh, <laughs> I <laughs> swear
1: to God, and guys on the motorcycles would pull up next to me, oh, and, yeah. and and it was so embarrassing because I'd be <laughs> yeah. like, "All right, let's do this," and they would do ninety, and I would do thirty. Yeah. And after yeah, it was just, it was it was. But rough. the thing about
4: it is, with drag racing, yeah, it was dangerous. Yet yeah, because of John Jones' past, but. I think any man with a big truck, a nice car, fast car, whenever they get that, whenever they get to the light and they get that challenge, it's natural for you to be like, you know what? Let's let's see what's up for twenty yards, thirty yards. He's so and,
1: dumb. He's the yeah. worst criminal. <laughs> he he is the worst. He's so bad at Just, this. I, I want to do a poll of
4: how many people have you know gotten called out at the light and and, and have tested you gotten called
1: at out at light? Yeah. And, and what
4: happened? I mean, I, I went thirty yards, forty yards. Who see what won? Was up. I don't think I did. You I got beat? I think I... I Damn. Mean, yeah, I'm not in a Corvette or a Porsche or... A I probably was in, you know, a Nissan Altima at the time and was like, what's, what's <laughs> the, don't play with my Altima, son. I'm about to give you all 30 yards of this. We also uh. don't
2: know, like, wh- where he's at. I mean, it's like, yeah. like in my situation, I like I said, I was merging on the freeway, so it was okay to yeah. punch it and get up to 60 or 70 yeah. or whatever. But, like, if he was in a residential street or a business district, like, we don't know where he's at.
1: Just, I just... John Jones, man, just stay out of... It was the, just a bad decision for him. Bad honestly. decision. It was it was a bad
4: decision to do the race. It was a bad de- if he wasn't if he was racing. It was a bad decision to come at the cop the way he did. It was a bad decision to continue with his antics of of being immature with him as he's he was getting so to good.
1: Fight. He's such a good fighter. It's, it's got nothing to do with his character. I, I know it's true. Uh, it'd be funny though. Like I, I was gonna say, like if he's actually walking to the. To the octagon against Cormier, and people start giving him tickets. Like if like fans fans start handing him tickets, how funny would that be? Come on, tell me that wouldn't be funny. Nobody. All right, listen. uh, We are actually going to call Leslie Smith right now, who is fighting Cyborg. Uh, She signed on to fight Cyborg. I love this chick. Uh, She co-hosted the podcast a couple times, and I'm picking Leslie to win. Yes, Uh, and I'm completely biased, but I still think she's got a shot. Uh, and I'm excited to talk to her and, uh, I love Leslie and, uh, let's talk to Leslie. Hello? Leslie Smith, how are you? It's Adam Hunter on the May Roasted Podcast.
5: Hello, I'm great.
1: How are you? You are the toughest chick that I know of all time. Uh, congratulations on your big fight against Cyborg. Thank you. I'm
5: pretty excited about it.
1: I mean, you were, like, trending on Twitter. It was, the whole Twitter blew up.
5: Really? That's funny. I didn't know that.
1: Yes, you were, you were, you were trending. I was so proud of you. Uh, by the way, I actually won money on your last fight. I put 50 bucks on you. Uh, I made uh, 85. Hey, that
5: was wonderful. Yes,
1: uh, congrats on that last fight. Was Rindikai harder than you thought she was going to be? Uh, you know, the fight
5: actually went exactly the way that, that we thought it would that I was going to be defending the takedowns and her energy was going to keep going down as she was doing it and she was going to get more desperate and and that some of them were going to work, but for the most part I was going to stop it all and then I was going to be able to stop any attack on the ground and then get back up and and start all over again. How much money did you win on me? I I put 50, put
1: 50 and I won like $87 or something. So, cool. yeah, I was I was very I was very happy, I was very happy about that. I was very happy. I was very proud of you. I was a little nervous because I'm like, that girl was awkward as shit to fight. She's like three foot four. She's built like, uh, you know, Chad Mendez <laughs> and uh, and she could take a punch. <laughs> yeah,
5: she can take a punch. She took a lot of punches and she just kept coming forward. But, ne- um, but it was a lot of fun to be in the cage she was really nice too she gave me a kimono after
1: the wait oh that's pretty awesome I never got a kimono uh, but I would like to get one um, now, now by the way uh, Leslie you came to my comedy show about a month ago you and your sister I love your sister you guys came we hung out afterwards Ron Jeremy was there also a friend of mine And it was me, you, and Ron Jeremy hanging out and some other porn stars. And Ron, uh, who loves talking about himself, uh, found out you were a mixed martial artist and spent, I think, 45 minutes teaching you MMA moves, like foot sweeps. And you actually were listening and taking it in. And uh, did you learn
5: anything from Ron? I did. Man, the foot sweep that he was talking about is really, really cool. I've even been drilling it. Really? Totally been drilling it. Yeah. It, it's always nice too when someone talks about a move that they've used in a real life situation and he said that it worked for him twice when, uh, when someone was trying to fight him so Yeah, I, I, I love moves like that it oh. was so cool it was awesome <laughs> oh,
1: it was like it was some bizarre world I was like I'm watching Ron Jeremy teach Leslie Smith moves and she were actually like you were into it like you were actually really yeah. into it it was, it was crazy
5: it was such a crazy night. Like first off, your show was wonderful. Oh, thank Everybody you. else was good too. And then we were talking to them. I went home that night and I was like, I don't, I don't know what just happened tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell how much of it was real and how much of it was people trying to be funny, or if it was all just funny because it was real. It,
1: it was, <laughs> it was awesome. And then, uh, it was awesome. And then you told me that you actually tried stand-up comedy. Uh, where did you go up? How did it go? what did you talk about?
5: I did an open mic up here in Oakland. It was at a blues and jazz club and uh, I was the only person to do comedy and it was fun. I enjoyed it immensely. It took me a long time to get like six and a half minutes together and um, it's going to take me a little longer to polish it up even more. But I'm totally going to do it again. It was so much fun. Thank you for um, encouraging and inspiring me.
1: Oh, uh, no worries. I, I mean, you're such a, a, a lovely... You're like the last one of the last true hippie fighter, cool chick, grungy, hot <laughs> girls that I know. Um, now, what did you talk about in your comedy set? Um,
5: well, I started off by talking about how it's kind of funny how whenever I meet people and I tell them that I'm a fighter, they're like, oh, really? totally don't look like one. You look so nice. And I realize they're trying to be nice, but what they're actually saying is, you look like you're stuck at your job. <laughs> like, if I if I was to tell someone that I was, like, a lawyer and they were going to respond in the same fashion, it was just something like, you look super irresponsible. I can't believe people trust you with are like, with their legal issues.
1: I love it. I love it. I, you're, you're, it's, 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 it's very personalized. Uh, Tyler, as a comic, what do you think? I'll, it's good. Say that one more time. Well, my friend Tyler. Can she co- hear me
2: over there on oh, the uh, speakerphone?
1: Uh, t- uh, Tyler can't hear you. No, I, I love it. I love it. I think uh, I, I love it. It's it's very personal and uh, it's a great start. I, actually I want to see your whole five minutes next time you're in town or I'm in Vegas. You're gonna open for me. Is that cool?
5: Yes, totally.
1: A hundred percent. So Vegas Fight Week. You're gonna do. You're gonna do six minutes before I go on. The week she fights? No, no. When I'm oh, when I'm going to say yeah, okay. No, no. If, uh, fight week in uh, in uh, July. Oh man. Nice. Oh man,
5: I thought you meant like like do it for you. Wait, huh? Yeah, no,
1: no. No, next time I perform in Vegas, uh, which is in July, I want you to do five minutes on the show. Oh my
5: gosh, that would be
1: amazing. A hundred percent. You could you can also double the security. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. You are booked. Uh, now let's okay.
5: I'm. I've got to do a lot of open mics in
1: between now and then. Well, well you, well, you got to worry about Cyborg. Let's worry about Cyborg and then your open mic of, uh, career. Um, now, okay. you are fighting this girl, uh, Cyborg, who is a monster. Uh, she has She's 16 and 1. She's been crushing people left and right. She hits like a fucking Mack truck. Are you going, like, if I was your coach, I would say stay the fuck away from her the first round. Let's tire her out. Take her late. And then, when she's tired and gassed out, that's what you should do. But you don't fight like that. You fight like a fucking Tasmanian devil. You're like a female Diego Sanchez. You stay in the pocket and throw tons of punches. What's the plan here?
5: Um, well, I think they're both good plans. I like to stay away, going for it in the second and third round, and I like to stay in the pocket and throwing leather. So I'll probably try to do a combination of them both.
1: Nice, nice, nice. Uh, now, I had heard you sparred with Cyborg before, and that uh, you were do holding your own, if not getting the best of her. And that's why you want this fight. Is that true?
5: Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I I really dislike it when people go and like do jujitsu and then walk away from it being like, "Ooh, I tapped so and so and so." Like that's a way to guarantee that I am not going to want to train with you again. Is if you walk away from me and you start talking about, like, oh, yeah, and then I got him here and then I got him here. Like, it's one thing to talk about your, your like, progress with your teammates and stuff. But, um, so I'm, I'm not trying to be like, yeah, we trained together and then I whooped her ass because that's not how it went. Like, it was a good training session, but, um, you know, I'm not scared. We, we went and, and I, we did five rounds with little gloves on and, and it was good and I felt good and, I know that I can walk into an MMA fight with her and feel good about it. That it's not going to be, um, it's not going to be the deer in the headlights that that we've seen a lot of the other women be. And it was a couple of years ago. Man, I've gotten so much better since then. And you know what? My last opponent had the same record, sixteen and one, and now she's sixteen and two. And there is a big difference between the two of them, Um, Rindikai and Cyborg. But. Uh, you know records and and um, they they don't tell
1: everything, right? No, absolutely. Uh, in fact, uh, right now, a hundred dollars on you gets you six hundred and twenty-five dollars. Uh, so, yeah, do it. I'm do gonna it do it. I'm doing it in Vegas. I'm I'm in Vegas Monday. I'm putting a hundred bucks on you. Uh, I, I I will I will tweet out the ticket because uh, I am I am confident in my girl Leslie. Uh, now. Cyborg has a tough time making weight. A lot of people don't think she's going to make 140. She's missed weight at 145, coming in 10 pounds over, 12 pounds over certain fights. If she doesn't make 140, are you going to say, fuck this, and not fight her?
5: I'm a little little bit indecided about that. I have considered the possibility. It's a pretty big deal that she makes weight. Um, It's a pretty big deal to fight this fight, though. So it's kind of a weird thing to, to be going and thinking that someone isn't going to make the first prerequisite uh, for the fight. So I'm not trying to let myself think about it too much. I'm going to just assume that everything goes perfectly with the weight cut. I'm even not assuming that it's going to deplete her. I'm assuming that she's going to come in just as, just as strong as she's ever been. And that's what I'm preparing for and training for it. If she doesn't make the, the weight, Leslie,
1: it. fuck that. Doesn't make the weight, don't fight her.
5: If she doesn't, if, if she's a couple pounds off, I'm
1: definitely gonna say you need
5: to make it. Okay. I'm not. I'm not gonna be like it's cool. I'm definitely gonna say okay.
1: You got your two hours. Do it. No, no. I'm. I, I can't wait for this fight. Uh, I am so proud of you. Now, are you gonna? Now, are you training with uh, the Diaz brothers, or are you gonna be in Vegas for the tra- training for this
5: fight? No, I'm being out here. My main training place is El Nino Training Center. i working with John Tanan, Woodman Muay Thai, and Carrie Melendez, and, and Gilbert out there. And um, last night, I was actually low Lodi. It was super cool. I got to work with uh, Nick Diaz and Victor Galdon and Chelsea Chandler. And um, so I'm kind of being all over the place, taking advantage of the whole crazy fighter circuit.
1: I love it. I love it. I love it. I can- Leslie, uh, I am so proud of you. I'm honored to be your friend. Uh, I can't wait to see you in Vegas on, uh, uh, in July, and I think you're going to shock the world. You're going to shock the world, and you're going to beat Cyborg, and you're going to get the respect you deserve because cause you're fucking Leslie Smith. So uh, keep it up. Keep up the good work.
5: Thank you. You're the best. You're the best. That was great. Thanks for having
1: me. Anytime. After the fight and you become this big star, don't forget about us.
5: I, I will not forget.
1: All right. Take care, Leslie.
5: Thank you too. Bye. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. All right, that was Leslie Smith. Uh,
4: thoughts, Bubba Jenkins? makes sense that, you know, she doesn't want to say, oh, because us as fighters hate that, you know? I'm one person on fight night, and I'm a different person during training. So if you come in my gym, and we train, and you go, if you walk away feeling, oh, I got the best of it, and you go chip and. That that is one way to piss a fighter off. You know what I mean? That's that's not the etiquette we take as far as you know training with other gyms and other partners and things like that. You you're just you know it was a good training session, like she said. So, but for her to have felt good about the training session years ago, knowing how much she's improved, it's not it's not a, a it's not. Out of the norm for her to be like, you know what? I'm I'm okay with this fight. I would take that fight. I would like to fight her because she's comfortable and, like she said, she's not a deer in, in the headlights. She'll be exactly where she believes she'll be, especially with the fact that I do believe that the weight cut will deplete cyborg. Cyborg. Well, 140.
3: Yeah, uh, CB. She's huge. She is huge. Um, <clears throat> she usually fights the next day after the weigh-ins, about 170, 172 breakfast the morning after the weigh-in. She's about 178. She's a big girl. Um, If I'm not mistaken, she's been working with George Lockhart, who is a good uh, nutritionist and and weight-cutter person. Um, You know, but in terms of everything, I think people are looking at it not as a huge marquee matchup. Like, the common fan isn't like, oh, yeah, Leslie Smith, blah, blah, blah. But, like, the the true fans know who Leslie is. I think she poses uh, a credible threat to Cyborg um, I think most people are just thinking, you know, the same thing that that they thought Ronda was going to do to Holly—that it's just going to be pure demolition. And you know, after watching Leslie's fights and setting up a little bit, it could go either way. But it's the way, like it's, like Bubba said, the way cut. John, I think it's going to be it's going to be rough. Uh, <laughs>
5: That's. I mean, our girls got war in
1: front of her. Uh, They're fighting in Brazil too. that the, uh, the whole card uh, is a uh, monster. monster. But that's good money on her. On Leslie, one hundred and six yeah. twenty-five. That's a good money
4: bet. Uh, those, those odds will drop. I
0: mean, Le- Leslie wins. She makes it. I, she's she makes a name for herself. I think it's that kind of you know mark, marker for her. I think it's it's going to be that. Uh, I mean, that whole card is a monster. Um, <sighs> It's going to be rough. I mean, she's training
1: with the Diaz brothers. He's a Gracie. I mean, can you get someone to emulate Cyborg uh, at the gym? That's, I mean... But she, I mean, what about a, I, I mean? I don't, so. don't think you can get a woman. Can but, she get her in the first get, round?
3: Can Nick Diaz go in the gym and emulate what Cyborg's going to do? No, because Nick is more of like a no. combo technical puncher, whereas Cyborg just goes in and fucking. I mean, you were at the fight with Daria. She had one leg up the entire yeah, but round. Yeah, that girl terrible. Fucking. That girl had the worst game. She strength. got she got farther out than some of the previous ones. in tweet forty five seconds. But the thing with Leslie is this is win win for her. If you lose to Cyborg, you lost to Cyborg. You still you. She's only whatever number. Number twelve, number thirteen in the world, Leslie is. So if she loses, it's like you know, it kind of so, was. But Cyber to lost that Muay Thai fight that opened up. That girl was way taller than her, and w- it was like her first real Muay Thai. It was that that that, that girl still beat. hadn't fought in three years. That girl was like jo- coming jo- jo- on. Jo- sport, Bears, yeah. Jordina, Bears, yeah, Bears, whatever yeah, yeah. her yeah. name was. It's I think it's a different ball game, you know? It is it's a Leslie different ball game. It's it. MMA.
1: But I, I think Leslie can pull this off. I, I do. I got faith in my girl Leslie. Everyone does something fucking crazy. You know what? It's a 140. It's 140. That's a that's i I I've stood next to Cyborg. It's a big ass chick. She's one
3: seventy-five with no fat on her. Uh, yeah. I don't you know, at one forty. She said she's she could make one forty, and if I'm not mistaken, I think she has once Well, when she was four? No, recently when she was doing a test cut, and that's when they realized, and her doctor said 135 is never going to happen for her. But 140 can happen. Come on, it's five pounds. Ask ask the weight cutter right here. Is five pounds a big deal, Bubba, depending on, you know... You can make 135, you can make 140. You can make 140. 140 If you really wanted to. But could you make 135? He fights at 145.
4: with tons of money on the line, I'm talking about tons. Yeah. I mean, it had to change... Because for getting from one forty-five to one forty will change my life. Your dick's one forty. Listen, the hey, fact uh, that I got to get down there will have to change my life. But it is—it's a big difference, especially for a woman, especially for her, yeah. her body type. And you know, it's—it's it's a little bit difficult, a little bit harder for a woman to cut weight than it is for men.
1: So, uh, and then so that's that's going on. So before we get to Maganya, we got to talk about some of the UFC two hundred. People are complaining about this. UFC 200. So, it, it's been announced that Nate Diaz is going to fight Conor again at 170. Wow. Uh, John Kavanaugh wanted 155. Dana White said 155. But McGregor is like, no, he's obsessed with Nate Diaz right now. He's thinking about it. And I hate to say it, that stubbornness, what makes him great, is inevitably going to destroy this guy. Uh, at 155, he's got a lot better chance. I think that the problem is that Nate is too big. Uh, and I think he's, he's just he's gonna eat his punches again, what, what and he's gonna
2: have a full training camp. <clears throat> What's the logic with 170? Because he wants to rematch it at the same weight class. I or think or he wants s- to, I think so. He wants to prove that he could beat
1: him
3: at 170. He okay. wants to prove that he can take on a credible challenger at 170, not just beat Nate. Because they were talking about you know beat Nate, you get Robbie at 200. He wants to be known 170, 155, 145. And he's buddy. and he's, it's gonna it's gonna screw him up. Dude, you're the 145-pound champion. That is a very, very... uh,
1: You've knocked out Jose Aldo in 13 seconds. You're amazing. that's, That's really hard to do. Nobody's ever done that. Nobody ever will do that again, okay? You're not the greatest... It's it's hard to go up to one seventy and start beating people up, except the, the fact you're a human being, okay? Is CB? what does Connor
2: walk around at? What is one sixty? About
3: one seventy two, one seventy four. Yeah, so he's gonna cut. He's gonna do an Edgar cut, which is like barely anything. And the thing about that that bothers me is if he loses to Nate again, and, okay, go on. If he loses to Nate and Edgar beats Aldo that night. He is required to fight Edgar for the 145 belt. Three losses possibility in a row for Connor. Dana White's going to slit his wrists.
1: I don't, I don't know about that, but it's so Connor's wrist or his own wrist? No,
3: Dana's going <laughs> to slit his own wrist. Connor do not have to slit his wrist. One He's after set the for other. life. Dude. He's set
1: for life. But the thing also is, I don't know if he can make 145 pound again. That's a he tough wake He looked like death. Uh, the first two times he, made first couple times he made it. He but did he not can look make it. what. But he
4: can
2: make it. You think it. he can make it again? He, for real? He, can make it again. he always has, and I, th- I think he will. He's but I just champ. think He's it's has gotta crazy.
1: make it. Ain't no question about
4: it. You're the yeah. champ at that weight. Yeah. You better go down and make that weight.
2: I just think it's crazy that they don't fight at 155. Because I mean, Nate fights at 55. Uh, that's right in in Connor's yeah. uh, kind of probably sweet spot for for a weight cut for him. And uh, but the thing that I feel like people are maybe forgetting or not talking about is that and then in a rematch there's all these different like factors. But Nate came in on three days notice, like super 12. short notice. He last was on a time.
3: boat, twelve, so okay. less less than two. He had a three day, day camp,
2: okay. So Le- but less than two weeks notice, like he was in so Cabo. off the couch, so. That is a huge thing uh, to me, because um, I mean, you, you talk about the first fight. Connor was getting the best of him. He was he was he was landing punches, and he, and he uh, was he was doing damage. But uh, you know, Nate Diaz, man, on a full camp, how much better is he gonna be coming into the second fight? Yeah. I How think
1: much it, better I is Connor going to be? Yeah, you think so too, but the then you go, okay, know what to
0: expect for 172. But also, so. you have
1: that Connor will now respect Nate Diaz's power. He will respect him more. He, he, he won't gas out in the first. It'll be a different fight. It's going to go. So both ways. maybe he'll learn from his mistakes. Uh, at the same time, I, I think Nate's gonna beat him again. Maybe Nate's getting complacent. I mean, he made up with Justin Bieber. Okay, he's on this Hollywood tour. He's probably getting more tail than he's ever gotten in his life. He's he done have a girlfriend. Uh, he's, now he's rich. Uh, he's got money now. His, his debt is paid. He's got a bong named after him. Maybe it's gonna be like Rocky III when Apollo's hungry and Rocky's just too has gone soft. Maybe I, that's the case. I
2: think. I think. I doubt Nate, it. But I, I think absolutely that Connor's going to come in sharper. He's going to have a better game plan and, and stuff like that. But I also think Nate's going to come if he comes in on the uh, on the camp looking like he did when he fought Michael Johnson, lean and mean and and, and ready to rock, dude. I I, I feel like it's probably going to go the same way. I hope it goes a couple more rounds because I'd love to watch those two go at it a little bit longer. But
1: well, let's talk to uh, a beautiful lady right now. Uh, one of my uh, I, I like her uh, She's very controversial Some people They They, they don't really under- Understand her I think I understand Angela Magana uh, A lot Actually uh, What makes
4: her controversial
1: Well During the Ultimate Fighter uh, Her and Rowdy Beck And a couple other girls They, they called themselves The um,
3: Rose Angela Hill
1: The uh, scrap pack The uh, scrapettes They were kind of mean To Heather Jo Clark uh, Mean They girls. were, jo- were kind of The mean girls club They kind of they they didn't really they kind of picked on them a little bit, and? and a lot of people got upset about this.
4: Man, y'all better go eat a goddamn sandwich or something. And
1: stop playing. But then uh, everybody then, forget
4: that's a competition. Like, what she are you kept, talking about?
1: Then she kept posting pictures on uh, social media of her. Uh, in her underwear, with her ass hanging out, twerking, uh, insulting fans. Wig, 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 uh, wig, There was a lot of stuff going on that was, seemed like it was uh, brought people the wrong way. And then she went out and she lost Tisha Torres. She lost to the Karate Hottie. Uh, she got subbed by... She almost by, beat
3: her. She almost beat Watterson. Yeah, and I
1: was there in the first round. She almost she had a great armbar, almost finished it, which would have been a huge upset because... Ginormous. Uh, people were actually really high on the Karate <laughs> Hottie. Who hasn't fought since, actually. Um, Did she just gas on that armbar? What happened? Uh, well, I'll let her talk about it. From what I understand, she actually had a bruised rib going into the fight, like a cracked rib, and couldn't get full extension on the armbar. And that's why she didn't actually, she, it hurt her. Okay, so right now we have the beautiful and talented and tough Angela Maganya is here. You're here with CB Gold, Bubba
0: Jenkins, yay, Tyler,
1: Tyler Bowe. How are you, the Queen?
0: I'm I'm wonderful, and and how are my peasants?
1: Oh, we're doing good. We're <laughs> doing, Are you in Australia right now? Where are you?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm in Australia actually. No, I'm I'm watching these these two little rowdy boys of Beck's. They're amazing. Oh, I have a nice. lot of fun with them.
1: Nice, that's awesome. But uh, that was awesome. Uh, rowdy Beck had uh, had a great fight. Uh, that was pretty cool. Oh wow
0: yeah it was it was amazing and um like come to find out i guess you know a lot of people were saying she didn't win the fight which is absurd and and things look different in person than they do on tv but also there was the influence of the commentator yeah. so the the um kenny florian and i believe that um And the way that he was commenting, it was almost like he was, like, watching Asian porn. Like, oh, yeah, that Japanese. Oh, oh, yeah. And it was just like, wait, what fight are you watching here? Like, he gave no props to Beck uh, from what I saw clips of it, of what they were saying. No props to Beck at all, really. Like, they were, like, saying Beck can't find a range. And she's sitting there, like, bopping her up. And then um, uh, I think it has something to do with, like, Dominic calling him out on being a plagiarist, I don't know though.
1: You think, oh wow, all right, those are harsh words for Kenny Florian. Uh, I'm a big fan <laughs> of Kenny Florian, but you're a fighter, me too, you, you me see, too. But you, you hey, like, what fight
0: was he watching? Why was he all over the Jap? Japanese broad. Like, I don't get it.
1: It was a close fight. I, I was happy that Beck got. I was not surprised Beck won, but it was one of those fights where it could have went either way, but I saw Beck winning. I don't feel I, that
0: way, I saw Beck I'm winning. biased.
3: I, but I, I, I had Beck winning, too. I, I had Beck winning more more so than I think the judges gave it to her. I had for, Beck Freud, winning, and... too, but if, but if but if she had not
1: lost it, it would have been the worst robbery of, of all time. I think it would have been but, a little bit of a robbery. But I thought she won. I thought Rowdy Beck won. But, and uh, the,
0: the judges, like I, I won't, there was a judge who came up afterwards and was I was like, I have no idea why the other judge did not give it to you. <laughs> nice. you maybe, like, you, come on.
1: You think maybe you know? he, maybe he was trying to get pussy from you guys or no? Yeah,
0: he was a bit – he was a fanboy a bit,
1: yeah. <laughs> All right. There you go. I'm just saying. A lot of times people – when I was on Last Comic Standing, people were like, I voted for you, but they didn't vote for me. Now, um, now um, by the way – Were they trying to get pussy? Yeah, they were trying to, <laughs> they, they were trying to get a little bit, a piece <laughs> of you, my fucking like – of like my pussy. Sure. Uh, now – now, Angela, uh, we had actually, I, I've been a fan of yours for a while. You're, you're a really funny person on social media. I appreciate you. Uh, sometimes you're a little controversial, but we were friends for a while, right? So I, I went to your last fight, and then afterwards, you're like, hey, come to my room, bring some alcohol. Me and Rowdy Beck are there And I'm like, dude, this is going to be the best night of my life I got these two wild, uh, hot fighters I was like, dude, this is going to be great uh, I went out and bought like, like 37 bottles of alcohol uh, I show up And it's you two and 37 Mexican dudes in the room All, all fighters uh, They were all living there uh, Their kids were there uh, it, was, it was not anything what I thought was going to
0: happen it was <laughs> 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 bean dip dip bean dip dip, bing dip That's like our mariachi music, just faster. Slower, yeah, it was a mariachi band. That's how Mexicans roll, man.
1: I know, but that, so I mean, you maybe, maybe you could have been like, "Hey, come over, you know, uh, hang out with me, Guapo Jorge," and you could have went down the list of people, and I could have been a little bit. I don't know. I, I was sort of like, this was going to be like my fantasy. He thought
4: y'all were going to Netflix and chill. That's what it was. <laughs> it,
1: it really it went from a porno to Telemundo, really really quick. Um, <laughs>
2: Sabado
1: de Gante. <laughs> it went from fucking Sabado to fucking to sorry.
3: It, it was horrible. At least you didn't like kick
1: in the door. Yeah, it was. That was, that was, that was, no. yeah.
0: It was, don't
3: be mad because Masio Fullen was in there. It fucking. was, it was, I don't know who was there. I, 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 no one spoke English. They were all nice. It
0: was Pablo. It was, uh, there's lots of them but hey those are that's my family that's my lion's family man those are my boys no i it, love it, those
1: guys i love them too they were they were super cool it was exactly what i was hoping for <laughs> now, now um so what, so by the way that fight you, so you you fought the karate hottie you almost pulled off an armbar in the first which i feel like they were kind of bringing you in uh to lose against this girl they were trying to showcase you almost upset everyone's fucking plans you you had it uh how close yeah, were you to finishing she- that
0: you know, like, I guess in the commentating later, like, I guess she does exercises to be really flexible. She's an extremely flexible chick. But, um, yeah, I don't – you know, it's so funny. I, right before that fight, I always set myself up. Right before that fight, I was thinking in my head – I don't what it'd be like to like get so close to submission and not happening, and like a fight that I lost before, I'd be like, yeah, "Yeah, I'm gonna finish her the second round, submission." And it's like I end up calling my own fate, so I've got to stop doing that. And like, oh uh, but like I, as you might have known, or uh, as I've, I I put some pictures up, I had a I had a broken collarbone and actually a broken rib. I had both of those going into the fight, and people want to be like, "Oh, why would you fight injured this and that?" But the thing was. As a lot of people know, I'm in a huge custody battle with $14,000 lawyer bill. Um, I I felt like I was at Alliance. I couldn't go home to my daughter empty-handed without – Having a fight, number one, without any money to even fight to keep my daughter. So it was like I had to fight. None of my coaches wanted me to. I was trying to get cortisone shots in Mexico. Nobody would shoot me up because it was so close to the lungs and, and in a weird area. Like I was willing to do anything. But I just bit the bullet and I said, you know what? I'm going to just try to fight with one side of my body. And the minute that I went from my right side to my left side on the cage, my breathing went <laughs> and I couldn't breathe anymore. And 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 nobody wanted me to fight. I took the fight and now I'm thinking back I shouldn't have um, probably taken that fight but whatever it is what it is and um, on to bigger and better things and um, UFC still loves me still signed to the UFC actually and I actually am having to deal with some more personal issues with my my custody battle and when that's done I'll be ready to fight UFC has froze my contract for a little bit until I'm ready to come back I'm going to make a vlog about it so people who don't hear it through this, will hear it on my vlog.
1: So what, ha- so, okay, so you're not, I mean, so how, how much time do you think until we, we see you back in the octagon?
0: Well, I finished therapy in January. Like, um, I had to get an MRI done and I was in jet the- heavy physical therapy until January. And I'm just now getting back into it. Um, I told them like possibly August or September. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just tentative on this custody battle going on. At the moment and what's going on with that but and also um i'm trying to help back out a bit i might be coming out to australia with my daughter um out here to help her so that with her boys because it's really hard being a single mother and, and doing this sport or it's it's, it's a very tough life and yeah. you need lots of help with your friends from your friends well you, know? you
1: guys are great friends you guys make really really funny videos and what i like about you girls is that you uh I don't know. You just seem like fun chicks, even when you post like your ass shots and like this and you're at the beach or, or you're twerking. It seems like you guys get a big kick out of it, but it's all kind of done tongue in cheek. I, I don't think that you're really, you know, having as much sex as you say you are. Uh, you're probably not having any sex, are you? Tell us, please. me and Beck? No, 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 no. Just, just you. you just, yes. Yes. You and Beck. Yes. yes. Are you and Beck having any sex? What's going on?
0: Of course, Scissor Sisters. Scissor me timbers, Adam. Scissor me timbers. Really? Guy. You, you
1: guys honestly have scissored each other? Proof. Uh, has that really happened? <laughs>
0: Those who know don't tell, and those who tell don't know, my friend.
1: Oh Jesus, that that that's hot. I'm now, on my way
3: to Australia to prove.
0: This. I know, seriously. <laughs> and and like you're both probably
1: shaved, and you know, great butts, and it's uh, it's a wonderful life you guys live. Now, uh, when I saw you though, you had that guy. You guys seemed like you were nice you, you, together. You were living together. You were raising with your neighbors were monkeys or something, and 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 like Thailand. Oh, yeah, we broke up. Recently. What happened with that dude?
0: Um, you know, things just, um, he, he's a great guy and, and he's really, um, I, I I love him to death, but things just fizzled out, man. Like, um, I don't know. He'd get mad about my social media and all my stuff. (laughs) So I can't, have, I can't have that anymore. Like you can't, I, I don't know. You can probably tell my social media. I was quiet for a while because stupid crybaby journalists would always call. I've gotten like four or five calls from the UFC telling me to like calm my shit or not even that, just like not even calming it, but more of like warning me that journalists were calling them and crying. And I'm like, well, I'm not doing anything wrong. And I never was. So, um, uh, so I had to be quiet for a while and plus the custody battle too I didn't know actually what they would bring up or or what would happen you know and if they tried to bring up my online persona which come to find out they really can't do something like that in, in the in the court that we were at or, or the system that I was dealing with that wasn't have been a, a relevant thing so um, I had kind of kept quiet until that and I and I got the letter like a couple weeks after the last court date and he totally completely gave up so then with that combined with the, um, breaking up with him then I just went back to my my old ways but I I, I just don't carry on the banter as much because people Right. Well, well didn't they get upset that you
1: said that the best thing about anal is you don't get pregnant? Didn't you tweet that out and people got upset about that?
0: <laughs> they got upset about everything. I mean, <laughs> if people watch that, that, I'm not even sure. But yeah, no, um, no bum, up bum, no baby, right? Yeah, well, that's yeah. just
2: true. Yeah, up bum, no baby. So, hey, your, your last relationship fizzled out. So, like, if Adam, just as an example, if Adam was your boyfriend, how would he prevent things from fizzling out?
0: <laughs> um, don't give me shit about my social media. <laughs> don't be insecure. That that's the biggest problem. It, it, so, hint, hint to all you men out there: the most unattractive thing you can do is be insecure. Stop the most like attractive a bitch. thing that's is to be basically
4: confident. it is. Stop acting like a bitch, man.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing is, is yeah.
1: that you're, you're you're right. I mean, the thing about you, Maganya, that's funny is like when I hung out with you that night, I learned a lot about you and. What was interesting about you is that, you know, I didn't know what to expect, I, you know, because it's, it's like the, you know, up bum, no anal, you know, up bum, up, no baby and stuff like that. But then I talked to you and then you're like, yeah, you know, on my free time, I talk to kids at schools and tell them about MMA or I teach classes or I used to wrestle in my high school and I was the only girl on the wrestling team. You, you, you seem like a really good role model in so many ways. I- <laughs>
0: I, I actually am and I I actually have a a new nonprofit that I, I just opened Angela Magnolia Fit for Life Club that I I've just got um my my tax my paperwork back from the government uh, that took about 6 months after I started with the initial incorporation of it. Um yeah, I mean I, I I'm I'm huge in my community. I help a lot of children, I sponsor them. I get them into training for free. I get them gear and that's all out of my pocket. I haven't even started filing for grants or anything. Like I do all that out of pocket and um I, I and, and, and when the time comes, I will be able to do more of that. you know it 's just a process, like my process is recruiting right now and going to the schools and doing stuff like that with the local boys and girls club. but um the thing is is my life is so damn cool and so awesome that nobody deserves to really know about it until I let them and it 's nobody 's business. but when the time comes, they they will know more. The funny thing is is even even like the the UFC editor guy was like, "Wow, you have an amazing story, all of this on tough." And he was like, I can't believe nobody picks it up. Like, for instance, me and Beck have been training all week, all week long. Has anybody made an article about that? Fuck no. The minute that we we are funny in our in bed, like playing video games and just chilling out, that makes articles. So there you go, man. Like nobody wants to know the good. Nobody nobody cares about the good. The good doesn't get any attention. It's we live in a fear based world, and everybody wants to know the bad. Like when's the last time you turned on the news and heard anything good?
1: So, you think that because I, I, it's kind of like, so when you were actually, you know, just being Angela Magana, the philanthropist, the, the nice fighter, the role model, you had a couple thousand followers. And then when you start calling people peasants and telling them that you're going to sit on their faces and have spiky dildos, uh, it seems like that shot up to 15,000. So, that's what you're saying? you uh, like, I
0: literally got 8,000 in one week. What did you do? I, now, what I, did you do for I, that? I, when I first started that shit. <laughs>
1: So it's sort of like you're kind of playing the Dominatrix character in the UFC?
0: The thing is, no, I'm not doing that. The thing is that all that funny shit is really me. I carry on like that with my friends. That is how I carry on in my normal everyday life. There's there's uh, there's a lot to me. Mm-hmm. And I That's how I am, like my friends. Like, most people can't handle the banter. Like, Beck, she's a nasty, nasty, bully Australian cunt. So I can do that to her. But most people can't handle it. And I don't do it to other fighters. I do it to the people who who come at me. Like, after... I was on tough when they first showed the the spiritual side of me, blah, 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 and then they showed me not being a fake bitch and not being like, oh, I like your shirt, and then being nice to people like everybody else on that show. Then all of a sudden, I started receiving death threats. I started receiving people telling me that I needed to die so my daughter had a better chance at life. So fucking gloves off, man. I'm going to treat you just like I I do everybody else that fucks with me in real life. And the thing is, it's just like – the thing I don't understand about these people is like – if I saw them in the fucking street, what the fuck are they gonna do? Not a goddamn thing, but ask me for my picture, or my autograph. You know, all these people want to talk shit and say all these things, but what are you gonna do, peasants, when I fucking see you on the street? What the fuck are you gonna do? You, you're gonna come up and be tough? Then hell no.
1: Hmm. Well, I, I, I probably would just say hi if I stay in the street. Um,
0: now, now, you, but exactly. then you, in the beginning your career,
1: you beat Jessica Aguilar, you beat Barbara Hanchak. Uh, you beat Roxanne Matafari, Nina Asaroff, was in no, the. not USA. her. You, 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 didn't beat, you didn't beat her? <laughs>
0: I never fought
1: her. Okay. Well, uh, you, uh, no, Nina Asaroff, you didn't, you didn't fight her? It says it on your, uh, on Sure Dog. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Well, you beat Roxanne, no. Barb, and Aguilar. Lately, though, you've, you, you kinda, kinda, you've had a rough go. Uh, with the T yeah,
0: definitely, definitely have had a rough go. I, I haven't, um, you know, you can see. Four years ago, I lost my coach. He had to start um, being a regular civilian and working a job and going back to school. So he had to become a civilian and, and no longer a, a superstar anymore. So I had to then start to piece together my camps you know and like in thailand it was like i was here for one one training session at one place one place and none of my coaches talked together i had to piece everything together i was my own coach you know and then i get to alliance and um everything's amazing everything i love that gym like it is amazing i didn't even i had no frame of reference before i didn't know that that's how a real gym is ran you know so i um I I had my octagon jitters with Tisha. I was injured with Michelle, and I'm sure I've got one last chance, and nothing's going to stop me. And if I'm injured before this fight, I'm not going to pull out of my fight. No, pull out. <laughs> I don't if you're, like if you're it, injured, like West pull, West out. pull
1: out. Yeah, I, I'm sure you don't. Yeah, now, uh, are you seeing anybody right now? You seem like the kind of girl that would invite you over, bang you, and tell you to leave. Is that the kind of – am I right? Yes. So
0: that's all me that's what I'm saying. It's not a show, like your Majesty is not a show that is really who I am, but I also have a tender spot for for kids you know and right. for for children and but on the other hand, yeah, of course that's me I'm not seeing anybody I haven't been single in nearly six years this is a great I'm having a great time you're having
1: you're getting tons of d
0: no, not d but um potential it's only been it hasn't been that long
1: Uh, now have you have you and Beck ever double teamed a dude
0: no but there's there's, i still have plenty of time here all right
1: okay I'm
0: just, <laughs> I'm just saying that would that's definitely on my bucket
1: list like i said uh, i'm on the, my way to australia <laughs> the,
3: the,
1: the how crazy would that be two two nutty chicks uh, you look like the kind of girl that, like like during sex you start having fun then you laugh for no reason and then you'll start crying next thing you know you'll sit on the guy no.
0: you'll sit no, on the, you know what to be honest adam to be honest okay i'm going to be honest here um so I'm I'm an assertive, aggressive person. in my, in my everyday life. Uh, to be a mother, you kind of have to be a dominant person, a, a dominant position to be to be a good mother, anyways. Um, so and I think that's why guys like that shit later on in life. You know what I mean? Some right. weird mommy shit, anyways, anyways, anyways. So um, I'm I, I'm I'm a dominant, assertive person to get shit done. You know, I've always been a single mom. Always ha- had never had help. I don't have parents that watch my kid. I don't have anybody. I've always had to do it all on my own. I've always had to hustle. So. Um, I'm an astrotic, a, a strong, assertive, fierce bitch, and honestly, in in the bedroom, you know. Every, even the baddest dog in the junkyard's got an owner, and I need to find that motherfucker. So you, so you just, <laughs> I, I want to be more submissive, man. Like I, I am like that in my vanilla life. I'm a strong, crazy, a sort of boss bitch in my, in my, in my vanilla life. I need somebody to boss me at night.
1: All right. Well, I'm. I, where, where's the application process? Because uh, that sounds like <laughs> it sounds crazy. like I don't, don't I, I'm, I'm telling you that. Was, this, you, right,
4: Tyler, you, Baba if you were single, you wouldn't hit this. I'm down, bro. I'm down. She seems like <laughs> uh, it be, it'd be, you know, you want to. You want to fight with her? You want to? Yeah. Where is your stand with mm-hmm. the chocolate? That's what. That's what. Yeah, yeah. Acquiring minds want to know. What about the
1: chocolate?
0: What?
1: what que uh, she Do you fuck black dudes?
0: <laughs> oh, never have.
1: Never have. So, uh, no. She. But,
4: does, well, that's why she doesn't know where the jog where the dog's owner is. She hasn't been with the
0: black Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. So do I need to try that out? Yeah, because a black dude will take you... Well, have you're you not, gonna fi- not black You're not, not going to find
4: them in Australia. Yeah, you, yeah. you're going to have to go to college. The problem is a black something. dude
1: will have you fight other dogs um, <laughs> and and then, and then place money on it. Listen... Uh, Maganya, uh, you're one of my favorite people. You're, you're. you're I, I think Honest, honestly, yeah,
0: funny. You're, you're, I love the shit that you say.
1: Honestly, <laughs> I, well, I, I love you, and I love Rowdy Beck. I, I think you two are. I think, I think the UFC needs girls like you. You can't have every girl just falling in line, being boring, saying the right thing, thanking God afterwards, and their trainers. You need a chick who's like, I, I want
0: like, why does everybody on Jesus' team win? Like, like, maybe I should like thank the devil or something. Like, like, what the hell's up with that? I don't understand that. <laughs> like, oh, I'd like to thank the devil for my win tonight. Like, come on, people. No,
1: but you need also, you need different kind of girls, and I feel like you resonate with a ter- type of chick that's a little bit out there, has a little bit of daddy issues, uh, a little bit of problems. But you know what? That's there's a lot of girls out there that can relate to that, and uh, a lot of dudes out there, you know. So uh, you and Beck. You guys are good together. You got. I'm happy you found each other.
0: True, uh, man. Thank God. Like, tough. like that, that was so funny. Like on top, especially after that, everybody was like, um, "Do you guys? Would you do it again?" Every single person I know said, "No, no, 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 no." On the past ones, people were asking for therapy after that. Um, there were people who would sued them for damages, tried to sue the UFC. And me and Beck were like, that, "That was easy." We've had such shit. Lives, our our upbringings, and what have happened to her in our lives, that that was a walk in the park. I'm sorry that you little pampered little bitches don't ha- like don't have a frame of reference to even go off of. It's so bad to you, like, and that was what I really thought was amazing about the the Latin season and the Mexican boys, is they thought they were in the same boat like has anybody ever been to mexico like i love mexico i like living in mexico that's where i'm going to be living when i'm training back in san diego is in tijuana because it's way cheaper three hundred dollars for a full furnished house and um with security and it or two thousand dollars for a studio in san diego doesn't make much sense to me but like those boys were very grateful very happy to be um and you to to be on the show yeah. And in me and in Beck. <laughs> they were very grateful and happy. No, but oh, cool. you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just it's just I guess being world tra- traveled, I see I just see so much more when I was, I on, the when when I was like, on the last comic standing when I was on the last comic standing I
1: was on with guys like uh, with, with Sean Cullen and Paul Foote and Jim Tavray all the guys that were like uh, from Britain and all the guys from Canada were like thank you for being on the show all the American comedians were like where's fucking craft services this is bullshit why do we gotta sleep in you know how, just complaining why do I got a fucking middle seat on an airplane I'm like you guys are just you know you don't realize, and and the girl like you, you've been you've been doing it since two thousand and seven when you were in Hook and Shoot, so you've been around the block. Yeah. You're not just some new kid. You've you've been around,
0: and uh yeah, no, and I, and I, and that's the thing is like in the gym, I I've got to do like there's just some things that have happened before my fights with either like my last fight. Get this, everybody thought I would look like a bitch on the on the, on the scale, and I didn't shake Michelle's hand. Literally, I was. A staging, and my daughter's blowing up my phone, and she calls me to tell me that her father's asking for a DNA test on her at 12 years old, and saying that my daddy doesn't believe that he's mine. Wow! And I had to tell her, "Yes, baby, he does. It's just a game he's playing to cost me more money and to drag it out. You know what I mean?" So, like, before people go and judge and, and think anything, like, <laughs> there's a whole another side to everything that you see.
1: Well, you can watch Angel's next fight on Lifetime. Um, but listen, <laughs> Maganya. Uh, I can't wait to have you back on the show. When are you back in San Diego?
0: Um, you know, I, I have my last court day, May 26th, and then I'm free, and I, I just do, can do whatever I want after that.
1: Well, come come to LA. Come sit down on the, the podcast. Come sit on my face, and, and uh, hopefully we will have you. We will talk to you soon. You are a beautiful, yes. special fighter, and it was great talking to you.
0: Thanks for the thanks for, thanks for the opportunity.
1: Anytime. <laughs> Have I'm a great day guys. Queen.
0: Bye Angela. Bye.
1: All right, that was Angela Maganya. <gasps> oh, she's
3: <Burn> fucking back. <sighs> oh, sh-
1: Straight gangster, (laughs) son. Straight gangster.
4: Can we
3: get a tag team women's division in the UFC? She
4: she lives that thug life. Really? The thing about it, like, she's very honest, and and you always got to respect that. You got to respect the fact that she's going to live her life. She doesn't care about, you know, the people tweeting about her and talking shit and things like that. Because, I mean, if you started to really, really care about that and have that affect your life, then you're going to have a horrible, miserable life, especially in today's age where you can have your your, you know, your Twitter warriors try to ruin your life Especially I mean if these you're are people fighter, which Yeah, these is, are know. people who have no I mean they're anonymous so you can just say and do whatever you want and that's what's giving people balls these days where you know back in the day you would never say shit like this because someone will find you ass now mm-hmm. it's like oh I can, I can get on this person's page I can follow this person and then when they sh- sh- put up something that I don't like or I want to say something about I can say the most cruel and hateful thing possible and then get off my computer. And Go laugh about it because that's what people do these days. And the fact that she doesn't really care or let them, you know, control her life is amazing.
1: But why do you say she's straight thug?
4: Because she don't give a fuck.
1: Really, like honestly, <laughs> like Hashtag that. Thug life. I mean, she's Pre- a, presence yeah. of mind. Yeah, her really. Presence she, of mind. she
4: decides it. in her head exactly how she is going to be, exactly yeah. how she is going to feel, exactly what she wants to do. Um, and for her to have so so much on the other side of things where nobody can tell no one knows that story of her daughter calling her during the weigh-ins and stuff like that so they have so much to say about the way she acted towards her MMA career with the other girl not knowing in her real life she's got a 12 year old daughter who, don't, who who's fighting against her father fo- I mean that's a crazy story and she probably has tons of things like that That people don't even realize is happening To her and she still yet yeah, Still has a good time Still looks to have fun on, on her social media Still looks to fight Still looks to be courageous in, in front of the eyes of so much adversity it's It's admirable But it's also Doug, life side. So I like it. That's the life. I, honestly, he
1: lives. I'm a fan of her. I'm a fan of her. I'm back. I know yeah, that. I, I know. I, got, I'm a fan I of became more Clark. of a fan just. By then. the way, Heather Joe Clark, I know, doesn't like her. That's hard when you become friends with a fighter who doesn't like another fighter. But that's not my business. Honestly, that's their own thing. It's like if, if you don't like another comic, or if I don't like another comic and you like that comic, I can't get mad at you for that. That's this is. I just can't live like that. Uh, but you know what she needs in her life? She needs Decipher, uh, a lifestyle firm. It specializes in individualized consulting. Call for strategic advising and support, whether you need help with a short-term focus goal or a long-term career management. Decipher helps by accessing a network of specialists that work together to offer mental coaching, personal advising, career management, as well as contract negotiation and mediation. They help everyone from CEOs to actors to MMA fighters and boxers to comedians, salespeople, house moms, and yes, even porn stars. All clients are also everyday people with quite similar problems and all benefit from a third-party advisor there and ready to prioritize their needs and help them coach them towards a the desired goal or resolution. Not sure if Decipher can help? Call them and ask them at 1-888-731-COACH. That's one 731 2622 If you book Decipher services long-term and use the code ROASTED, you get 10% off. That's Decipher.com. Also, tip a fighter. Listen, fighters are underpaid, it's, it's nonsense. It's bullshit. I hate it. I want fighters to make more money so they're happier. They can have better camps. They don't have to be distracted. So tipafighter.com, at tipafighter.com. Go to tipafighter.com. Now, uh, it was just announced that Brian Caraway will fight Aljamain Sterling. Uh, when is this fight, CB?
3: It's the May 29th fight night. Oh, the one you're going. Almeida Garbrandt, Hannah Burrell, and Jeremy Stevens, Jessica I, Sarah McMahon, Aljamain Sterling, Brian Caraway. Now, with which Aljo's been petitioning for that fight for a long time. You
1: know what, Uh, though, that's a tough fight. I know Aljo uh, thinks that like he's gonna walk through Caraway. I think Aljo is the more talented fighter, uh, but Caraway is a fucking grinder, and he's been around for a long time.
4: Something I'm interested in seeing, man. That's gonna be a really good fight. That's gonna be a really good card i mean he just rattled off a bunch of names i'm like yeah oh oh,
3: oh, yeah hell yeah i want to see that that card is more than stacked there's so many that i I haven't mentioned but i I
1: just think that i think that uh i don't know this is gonna be one of those fights that i'm actually very curious because you know uh, both friends of the show i'm i've hung out with both of them and i just think that uh i don't know what do you think is more important baba talent natural talent or experience like what do you think usually gets the best the best in a fight
4: I think, oh, man, that's such a tough one, bro, because you can't buy any one of those things. Uh, and man, I'm going to say experience, because natural talent, you can make mistakes because of things you don't know. You can also rebound from those mistakes because you have natural talent, but the experience helps you to deal with all the, all the like unknowns. Is Connor, more, unknown. is Connor
1: more talented than Nate Diaz, you think? Yes. Natural talent, yes. yes but Nate's been there before, he's seen that before, yeah. he's had 50, it's like the comedy. It's, it's like, as a, I mean there's, I really wish, like right now comics are judged sometimes by like their 20 minute set, or their 30 minute set, or their 15 minute set, or five minute set. But really, you know, what people don't see is those shitty rooms, where and, and that shitty crowd, and those hecklers, and where I've seen so many talented comedians fall on their fucking face get smashed uh, because they just they haven't been there before and i've seen vets they they just have trick after trick after yeah. trick and uh th- things will get rattled well you know?
2: or, or some of these alt alt comics who've only performed in oh. alt venues that are uh I I don't know how to describe it but it's like a it's friendly almost friendly environment Yeah and and the the comics that can perform at a uh you know a biker bar and then turn around and do a college gig and do a clean set at a church fundraiser yeah. and then do a show at a uh Like us is what you're saying. Just I mean <laughs> <laughs> when you put in the time you've been in every situation you're you're prepared. Right. And it's the same thing with a fighter like if you the longer you've been at it, that experience you come you know you get You've been up, you've been down, you've been beat up, you've been tired. But you...
1: sometimes people, it's funny the way, like, like Bubba Jenkins, right? You're an example of a guy, that's you're right. now 11-2. and 11-2, that's right. And that's I right. honestly think, as, as talented as you are, I think you're very naturally talented. Okay. Uh, you, you're obviously, you're not the best wrestler in the country at a high school and a Division One champion. You have natural talents. But I also think you're a stubborn guy, uh, as I'm sure Kale Sanderson would attest to, and you're a guy that needs to learn by failing, Sometimes That's I think right. your your third fight in fourth fight you needed to lose that way. Right. You Absolutely. need to lose against George Carey Canyon by leaving your neck out, or you're going to keep doing it.
4: That's right. There
1: are other people.
4: It's 100 correct that
1: don't need to learn the hard way. Unfortunately, you are because you have to learn that those. Percent. But now you're better because yes. you keep going. Yes. Whereas I think like Caldwell, maybe he hasn't faced the adversity, mm-hmm. but it seems like he doesn't need to be told that. Uh, he, he just doesn't do it. He doesn't seem to make the same mistakes. I'm not saying he's more talented. I think you're both extremely talented. I think he has an O in his record because you need to learn the hard way.
4: Yeah. Not only that, I mean, I took I, I take a little bit more chances, but look at Adam dropping. Let's just take a moment for Adam and, and give him a moment of silence for him dropping some real analytical life knowledge about experience and talent because that was beautifully said, and it's exactly what, what, what it needs for me. Because when I, when I took my first loss, I didn't lose because I wasn't talented. I didn't lose because I didn't have an experience. I lost because I needed to take that loss in order for me to make, get more serious or get, get better about my career. I lost the Georgie carr fight because of less experience. So I needed to learn how to and stick to a game. And stubbornness. And stubbornness. No, no, no. Uh, I wasn't stubborn. I wasn't stubborn in that fight. I was completely open to everything. Okay,
1: that, okay so a guy wins his last three fights by guillotine. Okay, you being the wrestler you are, you don't think in your head you're like, I don't give a fuck about his guillotine. I have the best double leg no, in MMA. That
4: wasn't what I was going, that wasn't in my head at all. I know that he had one by guillotine, so we practiced 52 different guillotines. The only thing is, he hit me with the 53rd one that I have never seen before. <laughs> I never I mean, I got, leading up to that fight, I got it out of 17 different types of guillotines. <laughs> arm and guillotine, no arm in guillotine, well, from he, your back. He, he hit you with? I, he
2: hit mean, with a guillotine. Yeah,
4: it was just different. I mean, when I was down there, it was like, okay, usually there's an arm here, okay, there's no arm here. Usually the legs, I mean, and everything about that guillotine i was it was foreign to me but not only that i didn't stick the experience part that I lacked was I didn't stick to a game plan. My game plan wasn't to go in at that moment and take him down, especially after getting out of the first takedown slash guillotine attempt that I was got out of. If you saw the fight, I just kind of threw wind in the air. I was like, I got to take him down. I got to take him down. And then after I, you know, we got into panic. our first scramble, it was a lot of panic. I, I, it was not trusting panic. your stand-up skills. And I didn't have the experience to stick to a game plan that I had already put in my head and put in through training camp. And at that point, you weren't throwing wheel window.
1: kicks and shit and doing all kinds of weird nope. things you're doing now. Nope. Or weird things, but just you know, I, I didn't high. stick to a game plan at yeah. all.
4: I, I didn't hear my coaches. I didn't I didn't listen to my coaches. I didn't throw a punch. I mean, I might have threw one or two punches, but in my head, as soon as the clock rang and he came out to swing, initial panic set in immediately, and that's all experience. Yeah.
1: So uh, other fights now, I'll tell you who I think I feel kind of bad for in this whole UFC 200. Frankie Edgar. Hear me out. Uh, obviously, I'm a big Frankie Edgar fan. He comes to my shows. He's a, probably the nicest guy I know. He's a, you would never. He's just a trained fucking killer. He he he's just basically. When, when you think of, he's like a, a talented Rudy. Uh, you know, he's just <laughs> he's just like the the kind of guy you want on your team is Frankie Edgar. If I'm coaching a wrestling team, I want every one of my kids to be like Frankie Edgar, and we will be national champions. He, hardworking, doesn't give you shit. 100% every single time and heart Hard up the fucking wazoo Now He has to fight a guy In Jose Aldo Again He's, he's not going to get The money he wants. He would get it Versus Connor. He's not going to get That million dollar payday He's fighting a guy That beat him He's fighting a guy That's coming off A 13 second loss Who has a lot to prove And It just kind of And he's fighting For an interim championship So it Which doesn't even nothing. It doesn't mean anything Even if he wins He's not really
3: the champion no, he's, uh, guaranteed. he's guaranteed Connor. Yeah, he, he's. It just kind of sucks because. But at least it's a step closer than him continuously getting fucked over again and again and again. This is a guaranteed path. And in terms of you being a fan and me being unbiased and a decent analyst, I think. <laughs> You're a great analyst. Go Edgar on. Edgar walks through all, though, this time. Really? Yeah. Wow. I, I, I think he walks through them. Look at the way. And, and I don't know how everybody else felt going into Edgar Mendez. I thought that shit was going five rounds. Maybe Edgar gets a sub, like, fourth, fifth round. Fucking knocked him the hell out in the first Name round. Name one
1: fighter who, who's, except for the lucky, except for the punch, not the lucky punch, because he did land a punch, except for the punch that Connor
3: landed, who has ever walked through Jose Aldo. But that's the thing. You're talking about prior to the McGregor fight. You see him after the McGregor fight. So this one punch, fight, punch that bl- landed... Look, is going it's, to change his whole everything? It's not going to change. If he fought, you know, if he had to go fight Mendez again or if he had to fight, uh, I don't want to say Holloway because I think Holloway will beat him too. If he had to go back and fight a lower-ranked 45er, would he be the same Aldo? No. Could he win? Yes. We're talking about, about a guy I who think, hasn't
1: lost in seven years before I that part. I understand
3: that, but I feel like, number one, he is a broken man. Oh, Number come two, on. number two... He got destroyed. He was crying in his dressing room. Nobody's heard from him since. The only one that's what? said... Just that was listen. a year ago. The only... A year ago. It was in fucking December. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, go <on>. it was, <laughs> four, four months ago. Okay. So yeah. he, the only one that you heard from from that entire camp was Petanaris. The only time Aldo came out, he goes, oh, he's a pussy because he lost to Nate. That was a few weeks ago. You're not really in a position to call anybody a pussy when I agree. you get knocked out in 13. Okay. Anyways... Edgar is on a mission. Edgar will achieve that mission to get to Connor. And he wants it. And I think he has the capability with the motivation behind him. I the hope camp so. Behind him. I hope I you're think right. He finishes Aldo in the first two I rounds. hope you're right. But I don't
4: think he walks through him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. That's the yeah. only thing wrong. I mean, there was a ton of things wrong with what he said. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the only thing that is a truly, ago, truly. That's that's the only thing that was truly, truly wrong what he said. Because his opinion is opinion, you know. We are gonna have yeah. a different one of those. Yeah. But to say that he would walk through Aldo, all doesn't get walked through.
1: Yeah, who who's ever walked through Aldo? McGregor uh, McGregor Whoa, He landed except- a punch Is that really walking through him though Landing nah, a punch No that's walk and- through Really
4: Let's walk through it's, Really I mean I think walking is easier oh. Than doing what he did
1: <laughs> But don't you feel like Walking through someone Is dominating the shit out of them? I mean landing a punch Is landing a punch Knocked him out And we're not Putting anything on McGregor Okay Irish Angry Irish fans That tweet through. me every day Okay But But is that he really I don't want to walk off dog I walk through I don't know I feel like I feel like Caldwell Walked through uh, Joe He did uh,
3: Warren He did Okay, alright So maybe mm-hmm. are, are you, the last fight Between Edgar and Aldo too Arguably Edgar could have won Except for that I'm the champion So he doesn't point. land
1: that punch Against Aldo, right? Let's say he doesn't land that punch What happens in that fight? In your opinion In what, the Edgar-Aldo fight? No, no The
3: McGregor- McGregor-Aldo Aldo. fight Honestly, I thought it was going I, Even before the punch I thought it was going five And I thought it was going to be A back and forth Kind of like a Mendez-Aldo Edgar-Aldo it, Three times But you know what? I'm not going to predict Reverse hypotheticals Uh, McGregor walked through him, knocked him out in 13, and I think he is a changed fighter, and his chin might be a little different. I think Mendez is an incredibly hard hitter, but Mendez took him five the second time, got knocked out the first time.
1: I think Mendez's chin might be a little bit... I think McGregor might have ruined Mendez's chin. But I think
3: Aldo's might be too, because look, even if you go back to UFC 129, when Aldo fought Hominick in Canada, that was the co-main event. He
1: won six fights since then and looked unbeatable. Yes, but...
3: Hominic in the fourth and fifth was taking him down. He was standing, he had standing guard on him and was standing over him and raining down. Arguably could have been stopped in the fifth for Hominic. That was so long ago. I honestly believe now, that. Now, what do Edgar you think about this whole?
1: What though. do you think about this? Brazilians take steroids now with new testing. Uh, Brazilians aren't, aren't, as, are,
3: aren't as tough as uh, they used to be. The IV ban. Burrell's going to 145 now. Aldo should have gone to 155. Mm, all right. There's no IV.
1: I'm interested in the fight. I I I wish that uh, all I wish that Edgar was getting a better payday. At the same time, I don't think he has to worry about money. Uh you know, I think Edgar probably has a lot of money, probably set for life. You know, or at least. Let- you Let's know. hope so. Let's
2: hope I, so. I'm a, I'm a fan. I didn't chime in yet. I think... <laughs> uh, come on, I gotta... I gotta go on. I, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I think Edgar takes the fight. I don't think he's gonna walk through him. I think Aldo... I don't think Aldo's taking the cumulative damage that, that uh, CB's maybe talking about to have his chin be compromised because he hasn't been like... I mean, like, Mendez was coming off of uh, some... Uh, the, the McGregor fight, and he had been had his light shut off a couple times. He took that knee from Aldo. So when Edgar put him out, uh, yeah
1: but Edgar's been down plenty of times too. Look at that Edgar yeah. versus
2: Gray Maynard that, fight. That, Absolutely. That, Edgar's taking damage and he comes back. But I uh I like Edgar. I hope he gets it. I th- I think he takes it. I just think it's going to be a battle and I and I'd like to s- to see them uh go a few rounds. But uh but the the interim belt thing man, I just wanted to say like I feel like it's a weird thing to do. Like the 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 fighters probably don't like it, the the fans yeah. don't like it. It just it feels I think if you fight two fights in a row
1: out of your weight class you shouldn't have the belt anymore, uh, or three fight. I don't, it's got to be something. You can't just keep fighting have, out of your weight class. weight class. You though, can't keep or? fighting out of your weight class to come back and get that belt. It's okay. just that's not fair. But, but, but To everyone
2: else. I want you to chime in. Because as a fan, I look at this fight and I go, okay, this is a number one contender fight. So whether they call it an interim belt or whatever, it just has that weird kind of bad taste in your mouth. It should be an
3: interim fight. As
2: a, fight yeah. as a fighter, how do you feel? Do you feel like uh, that that these guys are excited? Do you think Edgar's like stoked that it's an interim champ fight? No, nah, Edgar's just...
4: not stoked until he gets Yeah, he wants McGregor. To fight Aldo's McGregor. not stoked until he gets McGregor. But they will be stoked at the end of this fight. Because they will finally finalize. Yeah, one of them will. Yeah, absolutely. They will finally finalize the fact that they get Egger. But this ain't about them. This is about the UFC getting and doing whatever they want and the fact that. Chiching. Yeah.
1: Yeah, No, right. uh, (laughs) No, I'm I'm, going to try to go. I'm going to be in Vegas that week. I'm going to try to go to that fight. I'm going to take them off Saturday night. Uh says Northcott is fighting Enrique Iglesias. Um, who's, Ooh, that's a better Marin. shot
3: at, at, than the one that fucking Who is it, Who is he fighting? He works at Gelson's down the street. Is he think. really? No. Who is I, that guy? I, who fucking knows. I they he, put him I in with an was almost no-name he not? got murdered.
1: But uh, but who is this guy he's fighting Enrique Palazzo from Mer- Marin. Marin.
4: What's his name? M A R I N. Yo, if CB Gold doesn't know him, then are, no one knows. <laughs> are,
3: Enrique he, if I'm not mistaken he might be from the most recent season of Tough Latin America, yeah, which means nothing. Right. And I'm sorry to like down though that show. Like even Tough Brazil, not a lot of people paid attention to. I did because it's entertaining. But the Tough Latin America, the Tough China, <laughs> the ones that they've done, nobody's really watching that. Yeah, I mean this guy, Tough Burbank. They're, they're giving a they're giving Sage most likely another walkthrough because they need to build him back after. They should, a, the they should they should ma- the next top
1: should be like Israel versus Palestine. They don't have uh fucking... they should have like <laughs> tough white people uh-huh. versus black people. They should just go all out with it. They should have like yeah, well, uh, yeah. vegans versus vegetarians they should just make it like ridiculous, right? The
3: hood versus the suburbs. Yeah, like oh, tough 26. Like the celebrity apprentice ultimate fighter edition. Yeah. Right? Like,
1: don't, you, don't you think they should have like to ultimate fighter lipstick lesbians versus bull dyke like, like uh, is that like, they, <laughs>
3: You don't think that would be a good season? No? I I have no idea. All right, I'm just saying. I do know that some of the UFC 200 matchups that have been announced... Are a little ridiculous. Uh, I'm Some of them are fucking calm. I'm
1: looking forward for. Well, I'm looking forward to Kelvin Gastelum versus Johnny mm-hmm. Hendricks. This should be a very interesting fight. Uh, first of all, I, I made a joke saying that one of them is going to lose his purse, fifteen percent, have to give it to the other one. He's going to give
3: it right back. So it's I actually mean, the ex- problem is if they make, <laughs> they're going to make different salaries because Hendricks has a better contract than Kelvin. Oh, so yeah. In reality, if they both miss weight, Kelvin's going to make more money than fuck. All right. Thank Hendrix. you, fuckhead, for ruining my joke. Okay, it's but not I'm saying your joke. <laughs> you still have a. Joke. Come up with a better joke, (laughs) goddammit. Plus, it's 20%. It's not 15%. It's 20%. All All right,
1: right. so Johnny Hendricks versus Kelvin Gastelum. Uh, I don't know who wins this fight. I mean, it's almost like Kelvin's a a younger version of Johnny Hendricks in a lot of ways. Both have power. Both can take a shot. uh, Both wrestlers, primarily. Um, I think Kelvin might be better in jujitsu. The only thing is... If Hendricks doesn't have a real camp, Kelvin all day. Uh, I know his last fight, he he left Team Takedown. He was hiring individualized coaching. He had a terrible game plan for Wonder Boy. It was like he didn't even know he was fighting Wonder Boy. Uh, but in a, if Kel, if Hendricks gets a real camp, then there's a legit threat there. He's uh, still
3: wrestling with the Oklahoma State University wrestling team. He's That's doing who that. Hendricks is, has been working with for wrestling, but even that, you know, get get. A real camp together go go somewhere go, like
1: yeah i get don't a know real team i know he wants together. to stay home he's got a family at home and, and and he loves being on the farm and all that but it just seems like bro you got to make a decision if you really want to be the best why not go to uh an aka american top team or a um uh greg jackson's camp it seems like Hendricks would, would thrive in there
2: yeah he I, would get new looks i don't th- know. better game plans He's yeah he's got a lot of talent and he doesn't seem to be taking it uh I mean this that, I think that's this is an example of how your personal life and your your coaching staff and the people that have around you can really really affect you uh as a fighter. Yeah. I mean if you don't you can have all the talent in the world it's like you know John Jones you've got all the talent in the world but if you're not focused uh then uh it can it can go sideways real quick i like this fight i like kelvin the thing that worries me about him is he has a tendency in a lot of fights to get hurt and kind of bounce back and i feel like if hendrix gets him hurt i mean we know hendrix can throw bombs um that's the only thing i worry about is it if he tries to stay in the pocket and, and he gets caught and you know i mean because he's had a couple fights where he's gotten banked mm-hmm. up but he's
3: won I but he think, thrown- uh, go ahead he hasn't thrown a lot of shots the last few fights. I mean, Wonderboy, he barely threw anything. The Matt Brown fight, he was, he was doing laying prey pray for three rounds or whatever it was. He just laid on him. I'm like, where's the Johnny Hendricks that took out Fitch in 12 seconds? Robbie Lawler and,
1: got to him. I, mean, I, I
3: think so. I agree. I think so. And he was like, you know, I'm the best power puncher. And then a guy like Robbie gets in there and you're like, fuck, this guy hits just as hard as I do. Even though I thought he won the Robbie fights, Bubba?
4: Uh, it, it's not a lot a lot of times it's not about the fight that he took like with, with Lawler it's about the aftermath of it you know what I mean the fight yeah it sucked and, and he took a loss And but I mean I'm sure with a fight like that he was hurting for days and days after that fight so you know for him to want to maybe even change his style a little bit you know, instead of that slug and bang kind of style, so I think that can, could have changed him how people are saying that Robbie Lawler got to him. That could be it from the: I results.
1: don't know if Hendrix loves fighting. I feel like he loves competing.: He loves eating. He loves, he loves eating. <laughs> he loves wrestling. He was, I think, a five-time state champion. Uh, he was a two-time national champion. No, he, he, loves, a wrestler, he loves beast He loves wrestling. Sure. Mm. I don't know if he loves fighting, uh, and I feel like in some ways he's, he's, he's really good at fighting. But I don't know if he loves it, and uh, Kelvin is just a fucking scrapper. But I got, I got,
4: <laughs> I got, as much as you say that, and as bad as I probably just talked about him, I got Hendricks in this fight. <laughs> you
1: got Hendricks? Yeah, he, he's fought better guys. I mean, yeah, he's I fought the Hendrix. better competition. The he's LA, been
4: in this, there. I think both said he get he has a tendency. Um, Kelvin, that is, has a tendency to get hurt and then come back. I think if Hendricks hurts him, it's only going to get worse for him.
1: I just and not to like. Uh, uh, I, I know what's name came on the show That guy Lou and He's a really good trainer Giordano I just really hope that Hendrix does not come in Ripped Hendrix I hope he comes in fat Hendrix Who barely <laughs> makes the weight Who then balloons up to 205 by fight day Because I feel like that's a better Hendrix Than fucking bodybuilder shredded Hendrix He looked He did not look good And I'm not blaming Lou Because I got fucking crazy emails From Lou's camp Telling me that oh, you don't know what you're talking about Maybe I don't Okay I probably don't I don't know a lot of shit but, that, lie, I, but I fucking like talking. Women
4: lie, numbers don't lie. And on that one fight, he marked the L column instead of the W. So you say what you want, only results will tell you. Yeah.
3: Now, uh the, the week of the Hendricks fight, his th- fight against Thompson, I was there and watching him, and I saw him on Tuesday. And He was like, "Yeah, the weight's good, man. I'm, I'm looking good." And he was looking shredded. He wasn't looking like he'd been eating cheeseburgers for four days. I don't know if that's really good and, for and, and, fighting. And I agree. I don't think for him. I think you see a little heavier. <laughs> that statement itself. Sometimes make sense. I feel
4: he like guys look. Heavier. I feel
1: like sometimes guys look. They look better, more muscular, more ripped, more shredded. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like, especially if your whole life you've been doing things one way and it's kind of been working for you. I mean, he, he's sort of a guy who struggles with the weight, he barely makes it, makes it on the second time, third time, comes in 25 pounds over, but has those big fucking goofy meatball hands, and, and when he touches you, you go to sleep. Versus this time, he came in on weight, like 10 pounds in, and he looked great, but his punches, I mean, he was missing, and yeah, wonderful. He's got to find
4: was, the formula, because although he may have been winning doing the other style it was It was bad on him, yeah. you know it was bad on his body, It was probably bad on his mental. He's probably saving a lot, saying, "Oh man, I don't want to gas out, that weight cut hurt me, blah 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 but he's he's putting that power on people and putting people to sleep now he's trying to mix the two of getting good weight. Knowing how strong he is Knowing he's, he's there mentally And has the gas And then wants to put that power on people And, and he'd be a whole other fighter He also didn't he make weight
1: against Woodley He went to the hospital The whole thing and, was cancelled And so. so did Calvin so, yeah, so, well not <laughs>
3: fight Woodley
1: Yeah but he did fight Woodley though
3: Yeah he yeah. shouldn't have
1: now, When's the last time Woodley's fought
3: man He's waiting for a fight He's waiting he wants been, the... You're getting a title shot You're not getting a title shot You're getting one You're not I don't know I think they might If Wonderboy beats Rory I think they're gonna do Wonderboy Woodley for the shot, but they're talking about GSP coming back. So well, that's who what the Nate, Nate Diaz. Nate on?
1: Diaz told Chael Sonnen that he ruined. The, <laughs> the you hear that? Yeah. He said it was supposed to be GSP versus Connor, that's and, not true, and he ruined it. In according to Nate, I believe Nate Diaz, and, and Nate, I trust. Okay, <laughs> that, that
3: wasn't supposed to happen though. It, it sounds it like it was. Be, it was supposed to be Connor Lawler at 170. Dana said it. I don't, said know, it. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Is. He lost.
1: Now, uh, Juliana Pena is fighting Kat Zingano. Uh, good fight, right there. Ooh, which tough card? fight to call? Is that two hundred?
3: Uh, yes. yes. Just oh, that was today. that announced? Oh, that's added today.
1: Because um, waiting to it's see what girl call. they were going to put on there. Tough fight to call, but I'm going with my girl Pena. Uh, I'm going with Zingano.
4: Be- I'm going with Kit Kat. Really? Yeah. Why? Because she's Jack.
1: So, first of all, uh, there's... She fought in Why? Because she's Jack. Well, that's
4: stupid. No,
1: well, no. <laughs> have you seen him? No no, no, no,
4: I've seen him. I see him. No, I'm going with Kat just because I think I, I like Kat in the sense that they, they're continuing to... Everyone's talking about it, everyone else except Kat. You know yeah. what I mean? She gets put under the rug so often that I feel like she's got, she's got to make a statement. And just, you know, my heartstrings pull in Kat's direction.
1: Penya has not lost in like five years. She's yeah, no. She's hungry... She's uh, she's she's beast. She's 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 awesome. We've hung out before. Uh, she comes on the show a lot. She didn't. I, I, I'm going with Pena. Experience
0: I, versus uh, what we were just saying. Experience, experience
1: versus talent. Penya's a tough girl to fight because she's kind of spazzes out on you as well. But she's just down the fucking scrap. And if, if they get into an ugly fight, I kind of think that I don't know. I I think Pena's going to pull it off. Although Cat look, I mean, Cats look great against Misha uh i mean she she
3: stopped misha that's a problem though what cat hasn't fought since february 28th of 2015 yeah by july 9th it'll be about a year and a half since she fought and her last fight was 14 seconds she didn't land one fucking thing here's the thing with cat she looks good she went out to thailand for a couple months was training out there with some some guys um and were you there no i wasn't there okay go on but she's, she's ripped. She's ready to go. She wants to fight. The only problem is the layoff. And number two, which is something she said after the Ronda fight, she needs to not listen to the fans. The fans were telling her, you're a slow starter. You need to, get, you need to start quickly against Ronda. Okay, so she goes out and throws a flying knee, gets submitted 13 seconds later. Not the smartest approach. But in terms of Scrappy, and Pena is Scrappy, they have the potential to put on a fucking war. Now... Who has better what? Do I think Kat has better striking? Yes. Wrestling, probably Pena. Ground, don't know. You look at the Zingano-Nunes fight, holy shit. I, I don't know, but I, I still have to go with Zingano. She's trying to make a statement. No way. is
1: and- my girl. All right,
5: finally. You want another uh, road trip.
3: Well, yes, exactly. <laughs> now, finally,
1: uh, we have to talk about something that's very important to the podcast. Uh, I hate to bring it up, but uh, DeAndre Russell on the Lakers, uh, right? D'Angelo. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh,
3: D'Angelo Russell. Another name butchered by Adam Hunt. Thank nice. you.
1: So D'Angelo Russell, awesome. uh, I guess what had happened was uh, the guy on the Lakers was Nick Young. Yep. They call him Swaggy P. Yep. So he was dating uh, Iggy Azalea and they were engaged and uh, Mr. Russell uh, tape, videotaped him without him knowing uh, Swaggy P talking about all the girls he's banged and this and that. So Russell goes back, po- posted it on social media. Now the whole team hates him. No one's talking to him. Uh, I guess now he got traded to the seventy snitches. Uh, it's, Did he get no, I'm kidding. No, oh. I, I just, just want to say snitches. Oh. Now, um, that was
4: good. No, no, that was a good one. That thank you. One. Oh, now man.
1: I was telling my, this girl I'm dating now about it, and I was like, I can't believe he snitched. She's like, Well, what about the guy who cheated? Has, uh, he, so, uh, guys, don't tell your girl Whoa. about this. And, and, and like well, the two separate arguments. That's the problem. Yeah, two so separate that argument with a female But but as, but as a the, teammate, why do you do that? You can't set a guy up. just basic for, code
2: of friendship.
1: Bro
5: yes. Is, I know mean, you guys want to say, "Oh, bro code." It's just whatever. You just you
0: you just don't do that
1: to a friend. For Iggy Azalea. Dicks I, I mean, before chicks. You just don't Damn it. you just don't do that.
0: Yes. And you know, I don't want to give him a pass on he's young and stupid. He's what? Eight, 19? Yeah. Nine, and and what's Man, 20? you know in 10th grade, 10 year,
5: years at
4: uh, 10 years old, you can't do that shit. You know, you know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you don't ask about That's people's dirty, personal dirty life and then make it social hang, media. Hang,
2: hang, but hang on. We're talking about a guy named Swaggy P. <laughs> yeah.
4: Right? But he is. Don't worry He's about that. He's 30 years
2: old. He is the victim in this. P. He is oh. the victim in this. Swaggy P is the victim,
4: okay? <laughs> if we're all our teammates. He should sue him. Sue him I'm privacy, Swaggy CB Just there. like Aaron yeah.
0: Andrews and, and Hulk He should sue his him His name isn't vi- a Stilly
1: P Because then that PS Would be still It's Swaggy Right you, 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 it's, No but At the same time Iggy, is, <laughs> Iggy Azalea uh, Oh thanks Your life fell short Listen So uh, Iggy <laughs> You're right look, Iggy Azalea By the way I, I don't know she, she annoys me Why is Swaggy P Even with her and Maybe he wanted out uh, it seemed like maybe he, was, he
4: wanted. He didn't know. This is the thing. He did not know he was even being taped. You're not gonna say this ridiculous shit if you know that. But if, it's it, going to get back to your chick but if
1: you're going to cheat and you're engaged okay don't even be with the chick right like don't if you're, that's not the thought not the dirt, point not the point, that's, not the point. shouldn't yes. have done it okay right. this guy's a horrible teammate they shouldn't pass to him they right. shouldn't play him he should go to the D League okay he's obviously well, they're not going to trust Adam, him there either Adam as a good friend of yours
2: and as, as a, well, I consider part of the MMA roasted team I want to let you know I will never try to sleep with Iggy Azalea thank you I appreciate that <laughs> I appreciate that but
1: now what would you do to your your boy let's say one of your t- you were you were having extramarital affairs mm. and your boy taped you and then put it on the internet what would you do Baba?
4: man ah oh, man i would fuck his day up how
3: just his day yeah. week, well month, no dear. he'd be you no. Know, <laughs> his
4: day would be ruined for whatever plans he had after the moment i saw him are ruined for that day and of course his week would be ruined as well right. but um I'm gonna be mad at him, of course. I'm also gonna look myself in the mirror and, and, and then, you know, take a take a second look at what I'm doing with my life because if it costs me what I what I would assume cost Nick Young a relationship, I don't know if Nick, if, if Ziggy is still with it. Yeah, yeah. But I I think they'll stay together or whatever. But if it costs him his relationship, and I mean, I would just go ballistic on him. I don't care if it wasn't. Marital relationship. If it was me talking about how I used to party in college, um, and 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 say you're videotaping me, and I don't know about it, and you post it online, it doesn't cost me anything. I'm still gonna fuck you up for my privacy for right. my privacy right. part for right. for the
1: fact that that's disrespectful. You don't. You John, don't do have you that. ever cheated on? Him? Not to my knowledge. No, have you ever cheated on somebody? No, really, you're faithful. I am. Hmm, interesting.
3: Uh <laughs> well, are we gonna go around And ask everybody If they've been cheated on Have you ever cheated on I've never cheated on anyone But I've been cheated on Oh In my own bed When I wasn't home Really In the m- most recent relationship Before the one I have now Huh Stab that bitch Actually she tried No to stab- I don't promote violence. She tried to stab me The day we broke up and she went to jail Because of it Oh wow Sounds
1: See? like a loving relationship Listen guys That's our podcast uh, uh, Tyler where are you gonna be at
2: uh, I am at uh, Third street live In Temecula This Friday and Saturday Um, And then uh, next weekend I'm going to be at uh, The Comedy Palace in San Diego Two shows Friday, two Saturday
4: And you Bubba? I'll be next to my phone waiting for it to ring
3: About my next opponent And it Uh won't be Emmanuel Sanchez Because he pussied out
1: I'm going to be in Vegas this week Hosting uh, the lingerie awards Uh, It's a lingerie show uh, At the Rio Uh, You get
4: the best job
1: And then on uh, Thursday I'm in Odessa, Texas uh and then i'm i'm also in texas the following day i got two shows in texas thursday and friday um and april 12th is my television show living with funny it's on oxygen it's me d ray lavelle crawford michael blackson eric rivera and brandon t jackson great bunch of people great comedians i mean great comedians uh make sure you watch it
3: uh i want to uh you have anything coming up WrestleMania on Sunday, baby. You're gonna be watching WrestleMania.
1: Oh fuck yeah! Are you kidding me? Who's 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 wrestling? Uh,
3: Shane McMahon and The Undertaker, um, Roman Reigns and Triple H. Dean Ambrose and Brock Lesnar.
1: Now, Tyler, you're laughing. Uh, before you said that. reverse donkey no, no.
3: fucking bulldog from last <laughs> no, time. No, no, I'll no, no. no. Tyler remember. said that he was
1: he didn't want to piss off the fans by by criticizing wrestling. But please, oh
2: what? dude, I I I've got I just uh, as a grown man, if you're watching wrestling and playing video games all day, man, you need to get your life together.
3: That's my entire life. CB, are you I, gonna take that? No. That's, that's how he takes his rent press this- conference on Monday baby we podcast. At it.
2: this podcast has a great step in the right direction <laughs> I'm glad you're here CB John you have
3: anything coming up
1: nope where can people find you on social media they can't are you on social media at all are you on Facebook
2: no Facebook
1: are you on Twitter what's your home address are you on Instagram <laughs>
2: are you on Instagram where can we find you are you
1: on Instagram <laughs> yes well, okay will you tell people you're in- people want to know I what you look already like the first time say it again
2: J-U-S-T, J-U-S-T Jean J-O-N-N-E
1: just John. John. Okay. And they'll send you dick pics and stuff over there? I hope not. Yeah, all right. Going down.
3: Adam in the will, DMs. Yeah. <laughs> no. Adam will.:
1: All right, people. Uh pick up Decipher Life. Wake up and take back control. Do you feel you need to make some changes in your life? Decipher life's the way to go. Available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play. It's an audio book by Decipher's Chief Executive, Manager, and Head Sports Agent Daniel Martinez. I'm telling you, it's a lifestyle firm. These guys fucking rule, okay? Call them up, 1-888-731-COACH. That's 1-888-731-2622. Also, Tip-A-Fighter. Fighters are underpaid. It's bullshit. We want to get these fighters more money. Go to tipafighter.com, at tipafighter.com. I know Kevin Lee's got a fight coming up. I think he's fighting at UFC 200. He's with Tip-A-Fighter.
3: He's fighting uh, Efren Escudero. Wow, wow. That's a good fight. When is that? Um, I don't think that's 200 I think it might be the. Is it the Jones card maybe
1: Oh Efren Escudero against Kevin Lee Efren Escudero is an ultimate fighter winner Okay he's a badass dude If Kevin Lee puts on a show Let's get Kevin Lee some money Okay I'm going to tip that guy Because I like Kevin Lee he's a good dude So thank you to everybody for listening Enjoy your weekend Thank you to Angela Magana uh, Thank you to Leslie Smith Thank you Bubba Thank you, Ben. Guys, I never thank Ben. So Ben is every day behind the uh, sound studio. He's a great dude. He's, he's got a hot female comedian girlfriend. He, he, he fucking drills her. Okay, she's hot. Uh, Ben's a good guy. He works for Sideshow Network, and they make shit happen for us, okay? Ben is a great, he, he, he rides a skateboard to work every day, and he's got a huge dong. So hashtag Ben's huge dong, okay? I, ben does not get, where can people find you, Ben? Hey, Ben Stewart. Hey, Ben Stewart. On Twitter? Twitter Instagram. 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 Hey Ben Stewart on Instagram okay send him dick pics thank
5: you guys so much bye bye